This is your emergency broadcast system. An infection is ongoing. Symptoms include complete of shutdown decent engaging content and dumbing down of society. Experts recommend avoiding catching this infection as to yell at the top of your lungs. Increase masturbation and take the recommended dose of reality radio. As always, AMF my friend. Hey, it's Anthony Cumia. How you doing? Holy hey, fuck! Right. <laughs> Anthony's awake. <laughs> Anthony's fucking awake. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Hold on, wait a minute. I'm having yeah. a moment, Anthony. Hold on. Wow. All right. I have woken up, yes. Holy crap. By the way, Anthony Cumia <laughs> from the Anthony Cumia Show, yeah. which is available yeah. at anthonycumia.com. Shameless book. Uh, by the way, first off, let me, uh, get, I'm going to pull your pants down and kiss your ass for a minute, Anthony. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Anthony Cumia, by the way, one half of Opie and Anthony, of course, the legendary duo of Opie and Anthony. Um, dude, you're one of the reasons why I got in radio, so you're the blame why I have the show. You're the, you're, oh. you're the <laughs> You are definitely one of the reasons why I do this, because... You, I think, brought something else to the table that I think is missing from all these other fucking radio shows that are out there, which was that realism that you, yeah, 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 that you don't, you don't fucking, you're not there to sugarcoat it. You're not doing a bit. You're not doing a character. That's you. Yeah, everyone's scared these days, man. I don't want to uh, be honest with anything because, uh, quite frankly, it's it's dangerous to do that now. People, uh, you know, they're losing their their Patients, their jobs, uh, just for being honest. And, uh, you know, you could do that. You could tiptoe around things and be miserable and uh, feel like you're not, uh, you know, not doing your job, not uh, being honest with yourself. Or you could go out there and, you know, go balls out and uh, hope for the best. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, uh, I got tripped up a little bit there, but uh, <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing good. <laughs> Just a little? Why? What happened? I didn't hear anything. It's not like it made the news. Uh, yeah, what was that? Yeah, what, what was, it, what was that little happened? scuttlebutt we heard about? Um, so, wait, let's go into that for a second. Are you, I mean, how did that feel to go through that shit? I mean, you, everyone's heard the story. We all know. You you were assaulted in the uh, middle of Times Square uh, by a big yeah. by a big burly black chick in a little black dress uh, while you were taking <laughs> pictures. Um, you're in the middle. You're, you're you were doing nothing. You were minding your own business, taking pictures. That part yeah. I was in total agreement yeah. with. That's what happened. Uh, she calls you yeah. a white motherfucker and then starts punching you in the head because she thought you were taking pictures of her, obviously, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because that's what yeah, you're doing. you know. Delusions of grandeur there. Uh, <laughs> she thought, yeah, she thought I was there specifically, you know, just to take pictures of her, uh, her fat ass. But uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so then, now, then, then Anthony, uh, he gets assaulted, and then, like, I think any other human in the world. Now, I said this even on the show uh, when yeah. when everything happened, because obviously you were a topic of conversation. Because I said I revere you. I think that you are. Uh, phenomenal. And when, when you got fired, I was like, holy shit. But, um, when, um, it happened, we talked about it, that you went then and like every other human that would be in the world, you got pissed off and then you went to Twitter, which I think it was a bad idea, Anth, in hindsight, I guess. Um, sure. <laughs> hindsight being 2020, I think it was a bad idea, but 
Uh, yeah, you were. I think that you went on and you went on, and I'm not fucking rehashing all the tweets and everything that you did. But, yeah, yeah. But, I, and what I said was, yet, yet again, it's like another the, the hindsight being 2020 thing. I still think if, if you went to the cops and just said, yeah, I was assaulted, so at least there was some documentation, I don't think Sirius yeah. could have fired you. That's the thing. I don't think they could have fired you. But that's why I said what I said on the show was that I don't think I think that Sirius, even though I did, I would never want to see you get fired. I think because they're a corporation, like their hands were tied, right? Yeah, I I, I hear what you're saying about that, but I think even uh, without the police documentation, you know, I've been there ten years. At least give me the benefit of the doubt that I'm telling the fucking truth. Oh yeah, uh, about what happened, and then and then when you look at um, you look at Sirius, they're supposed to be what uncensored. Yeah, <laughs> but I hear, but I hear, uh, you know, the whole, uh, hey, it's not like regular radio. Look at it. You can talk about anything. You can say anything. I've said worse on the air than I ever said on Twitter. Um, oh, absolutely. And they're still replaying some of my stuff uh, on uh, Opie and Jenny's show. So you know, what, what, there's there's a huge hypocrisy there with uh, with serious accent. That's for sure. Well, I was gonna ask, I was gonna ask you that question. Why? I, I understand it was part of I think. Uh, for to make the let the contract thing with Obi, so that he would stay. Yeah. That they make now they're doing some form of a like best of thing for the Obi and uh, Obi Radio Channel uh, that they're yeah. doing, and and will your voice will be heard on Sirius XM, and they're not going to edit out anything that you did. Which would be kind of weird because mm-hmm. it'd be like Obi talking to nobody, and then Jimmy cracking up at the joke that wasn't told. <laughs> Uh, but they're not gonna, like, it, it's like a weird thing, but, like, they're gonna play the exact shit that supposedly you got fired for. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, makes, how, do, how does that make sense? It makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, if it was that bad and, you know, <laughs> knee-jerk, get rid of me without anybody even complaining, um, you know, what, then I should be wiped from the, uh, wiped from history over there, but, uh, no, they'll keep playing my shit and, uh. Yeah, don't make I don't know. It, it 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 made no sense actually. Even the reason that they uh, they threw me out of there, but you know they have their uh, their agenda yeah. over there. So screw it. <laughs> it's all right. You've moved on to bigger, better things. The Anthony Kumi yeah. show is fucking taking over the world. I mean, a lot of people it, are definitely it, checking it out. It's definitely uh, it's definitely cool. It's um, you know talk about freedom to uh, talk about whatever I want now and uh, no restrictions. Uh, anyone that listens uh, and watches the show actually can, can call in and discuss any subject with just blunt, plain language, no worrying about uh, walking on eggshells or tiptoeing around uh, subject matter or anything. I mean, that's the best part of it, knowing that, you know, this is really uncensored and uh, completely honest. Uh, I do have a lot of radio stuff from your uh, your history in radio. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the stuff. I, I see. We didn't know if you were calling or not, so I don't have like shit in front of me. I didn't like actually do any prep. <laughs> uh, but I, because you know, first off, I do love you. So let me let me just get to the point here. Um, so I, I do know some of the background stuff, uh, but I do have questions. It were at one point after the sex for Sam thing. And all that yeah. other crap, and you guys were off the air, and you guys were trying to get out of your uh, CBS contracts. 
What was there? Was there ever a time that you were supposed to end up a Q one hundred four? Uh, yeah, yeah. Q one hundred four wanted us to uh, do mornings. Wow! And play yeah, and yeah. Uh, that was the biggest. That was the reason that uh, Infinity it was Infinity of Viacom at the time. Whatever the fuck they were, <laughs> that was why they kept us under contract. Uh, they knew we would have went over there, and you know their cash cow, of course, is uh, Howard Stern. Yeah, uh, was Howard at the time, and they they knew, you know, we we probably weren't going to go over there and beat Howard, but we would have taken some numbers away and uh, probably taken away uh, quite a bit of revenue uh, because of you know advertisers would have been like, well, you know, he's not number one anymore because we would have siphoned off some of the audience. So they were just like, hey, it makes financial sense. Just sit him out and pay him. Wow, so that's what they did. <laughs> no, because I get because I used to work at Q one hundred four, and that was all. Like legend and rumors, no one like no one like I was like a member of the underling on the morning show. So I'm looking. So I so I'm 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 sitting there like I'm hearing things, but it's never like told like, hey Eddie, this is what's fucking going on, and Obi and Anthony are coming. Yeah. Nothing like that. So you don't he, you just you're just you're guessing. I'm guessing maybe they're. Ha- I don't know what the fuck's going on. The rumor mill. Yeah, the rumor mill's running rampant, and I'm like, all right, yeah. whatever. And then to hear it now from Anthony Cumia, yeah, by the sure, way, yeah. of the Anthony Cumia show, go to AnthonyCumia.com, dot com. Um, is uh, you know telling you that's exactly what the fuck was going to happen. That's that's pretty goddamn yeah. big. That's pretty huge. Now, also, you yeah. do, I, you have a you have a you started in Long Island. Uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong. You were. A guy that fixed air conditioning ducts. An HVAC man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And you and you and brother Joe were uh, the founding members of Rock Gut. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who made a, the song parody? Obviously, everyone. If if you know your history in radio, you know how the hell Anthony got to the spot. But I got to ask another question that yet again is history and folklore and bullshit. And while I have you here, I'll ask this question. Um, uh, do you know uh, Bob Buckman? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, from our BAB days. Yeah. Now, w, in the WBAB days, where he used to be my boss over at uh, uh, Q, at uh, WASQ, yeah, yeah. the question I have to ask is, did he put you two together, or did you actually, you and, and uh, Opie actually just come together by yourselves? Uh, yeah, that was just, he, he had nothing to do with putting us together. Okay. He, um... You know, he was at the station. He he allowed, I guess, me to come on Opie's show on a regular basis. But uh, no, that was all Opie just getting me on board like that. And um, and then, as a matter of fact, Bob had me doing his morning show, much to Opie's chagrin at the time, uh, <laughs> for a couple of months before we actually went to um, to Boston. Uh, Buckman used to just say, "Yeah, come on, you know, come on the morning show with me." And I was so fucking eager to get out of what I was doing uh, that I was just like, yeah, okay, I'll be in, you know. So I did that, and Opie was like, you know, hey, good. <laughs> I didn't know how radio worked, you know. <laughs> I was just like, oh, wow, you just, you just go on everyone's show, right? Yeah. We're all just one big yeah. family. Yeah. 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 Everyone shows up and does everyone else's show, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. They, um... <laughs> Because uh, it's legendary. The shit, that's what I'm saying. The shit that you've gone through in your career... Going from an air, a guy doing ceiling ducts, uh, doing air conditioning, to being being the guy. You were like one half of the guy. Now you're the guy because you're by yourself. But being the guy uh, that you got, you guys were the guys that took Howard Stern toe to toe. Yeah. 
And you prove that there's not just one game in town, that there could be other games in town, and that you guys proved, uh, along with Jimmy, because I love Norton, fucking Norton Crouch. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, it was weird. It was one of those, uh, you know, one of those uh, uh, stories that just never really happens. Uh, you know, I think such a roundabout way to get into a business that, you know, I love. I think it's amazing. Always wanted to do it. Was a big fan of radio, but just never had the, uh, you know, resources or um, or patience to really go through it the the way everybody is supposed to, you know, schooling or whatever the fuck. <laughs> right. Uh, so you know, to get you went to school way, for this shit. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. As, as I burn my CSB diploma, what? Well, I'll be on the air in sixty days. <laughs> yeah. Poor <laughs> shit. <laughs> You'll make it. You'll be a big. You'll be like that Anthony Cumia guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, yeah, we'll hey. get right on the air. Brah, see, give me on. Now, give me your money. Brah. Yeah, it'll be Anthony and you. Yeah, it'll be the Eddie and Anthony show. Ah. Um. Uh, when did radio start to suck for you? Because obviously oh, you've been in man. the business for so long. Mm-hmm. When when did it start to go? Wow, this is fucking amazingly fun. To holy fuck, I want to just go drink. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I guess uh, he, it was right toward the end of the NEW days, and I, I think it was because uh, when when huge corporations just started eating up radio stations, uh, and and you you really had to watch out because you know you are also uh, owned by you know Blockbuster Video. And, <laughs> This and Comedy Central, and, and and you know we have to protect the properties, and it's not just the radio station anymore. Like I can give it fuck the video because of what I'm blurting out over the air, yeah. Uh, and that's when it really started to, uh, as you say, suck. Yeah. So yeah. Well, because like that was about you, it. Yeah. You, well, you have you have the the world of radio where you get into this business because you think it's fucking cool. And you get into this yeah. business because you want to make, you know, like, I, I, I was the same thing. I've been through a lot of the, the, the shit mill, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've and I i been fired, and not as many times as you, Anth, but I've been fired. You're up there. I'm up there. I'm catching up to him. I'll get to that Anthony guy. We've been fired and rehired more times yeah. than the... Well, so is, so is Anthony. Fired, rehired, everywhere they go. Because they knew that Obi and Anthony were a legit... And now, look, I'm a, I'm a... The same way I think Anthony, deep down inside, even though... He has a, I don't know if he has a hatred for Howard. I don't think he does. I think he just has, he has a loathing for Howard. Uh, but I think that he, um, because it seemed to me like if you ever, if you watch, by the way, behind the scenes shit, you see that everybody interacts on both shows. Absolutely. Except for Mm -hmm. Howard. (laughs) Like, Opie would talk to Artie and Artie would talk to Anthony and they would, and and then Jackie, and Jackie is now hanging out with Anthony on the Anthony Cumia show. Mm -hmm. And then, um, Robin would see Opie in the gym or something like this whole thing. And it was like a whole world that when you're, because it seems like it was two polar opposites. When you were, if you're an Opie and Anthony fan, you couldn't be a Howard Stern fan. It was like the Jets and the fucking Sharks. It was. (laughs) What's that about? Yeah. It was like West Side (laughs) Story on crack. Yeah. It was very strange, man. Cause like I, uh, when I, when I was in construction and, uh, working for a living out on Long Island, I would listen to Howard every morning, you know. Yeah. I, I was a huge fan, and uh, it, that those were like the golden years of Stern when Billy West was on and Jackie and shit like that. It was yeah. just, uh, it was consistently hilarious, 
um, just shit radio you never never heard before. And then uh, when, when I finally got into radio, I realized like, oh god, this guy kind of, you know, he's going behind the scenes and having bosses tell us to shut up and. You know, instead of just getting out on the air uh, like he did and destroy people, which we would have taken, we loved it. You know, we loved the uh, the fight, but uh, he just wasn't into doing that toe-to-toe brawl with us like he did with Bella and, uh, you know, some of the other people in the industry. Uh, so well, why, why, and why it was do you kind think... of disheartening. Yeah, why, I why never you... hated him. I, I still don't, you know. I think uh, I absolutely, you know, you're not going to find many people that got bigger in radio, that's for sure. Uh, so, you know, yeah. uh, I have no hard feelings or anything like that, but he was an asshole a few times, too. <laughs> <laughs> just a few, just a smidge. Yeah. Uh, no, well, that, well that's my, my, my question is, like, what, um, what, like, has, has anything transpired? Like, do you, have you ever talked to him after or during? Have you seen him in the halls when you were at Sirius? I mean, I know he had the private is, elevator. Uh, yeah, he has he has the mystery elevator and the limo. And, <laughs> God uh, bless you, him. Ra- you rarely see him in the building, yeah. uh, Sirius XM. And uh, I never saw him in the building. And I was there for years and years and years. Uh, I did see him and, and traded some small talk at uh, the Borgata once. There was some event going on. They were all there. Uh, and yeah, you were at I a poker there. tournament or something, right? And we were at a poker table yeah. uh, next to each other, like a uh, poker table. So I wasn't at his poker table. But, uh, yeah, we traded some pleasantries, but that was about it. <laughs> and you go big, fuck yourself, memorable. sir. No, you fuck yourself, sir. Oh, yeah. oh I hope you get colon cancer, sir. Oh, fuck you, sir. Uh, the, I, I, I'm just laughing because, I, I like, it, it seems like to me that it was such a giant fucking different worlds like but yet they were doing the same work for christ's sake if you know your your radio history anthony was on howard's show twice yes yeah. <laughs> like that's a giant thing that yes. people like kind of gloss over and don't fucking recall then anthony cumia right here from the anthony cumia show he was uh making fun of jackie i believe uh yep yep and doing the jackie voice on fucking howard's show and Howard would fucking say and rave about him and say, "This kid's fucking amazing." And blah 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 blah. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was. Yeah, that was pretty huge for me at the time. I was before I was doing radio, uh, still you know working for a living, and uh, unbelievable uh, to be in there. And you know, because I was such a big fan, uh, to be in there to me was just like this is fucking great. Uh, yeah, and that, that was pretty much why I wanted to get into radio, you know? It just looked like such a good time, and <laughs> everyone's having fun and laughing. Like, this is great. How the hell did you get to do this uh, as a job? The <laughs> most amazing magic trick ever. And get paid besides. Yeah. <laughs> it's an illusion. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. No, no, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, All right, so what's going on on the Anthony Cumia show? What you got coming up? Uh, it's been just an amazing, uh, fun, uh, excursion outside of the realm of regular radio and, uh, even Sirius XM. Uh, we've had people on that, you know, they could just talk about whatever they want. I, I had Jackie, uh, Jackie Martling and Stuttering John on the same show and we just discussed radio and, uh, you know, those guys obviously were, were around during the the heyday of the Stern show. So 
yeah. being able to uh, talk about stuff like that was great. And I think um, we're getting some girl in with a heel though. You ever hear of a heel though? A it's heel this though. Thing. It straps onto a girl's heel. It's a dildo. Okay. It straps onto her heel, and as uh, they're giving you a head, she can stick it up her and uh, kind of bounce up and down on a heel. And we're going to have a complete demonstration. Oh. Uh, on on the show, <laughs> video, HD video, audio, and, uh, you All know, right. it's magic like that that I look forward to on a daily basis. It gets me out of bed it's and the, it's, uh, down into the basement. So <laughs> It's that lightning in a bottle. It's another Vuvuzela. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we had, yes. Um, we, we had a girl stick a Vuvuzela in her pussy <laughs> yeah. for yeah, uh, the World Cup. Got fired for that. Fantastic. (laughs) And then in between things like that, uh, you know, today I'm sure we'll be discussing the um, American Sniper movie and uh, the fact uh, Michael Morris is still a fat asshole. Uh, um, We just talked about that. Yeah, prick. So what do you think, Andy? Because you're a uh, gun-toting, you know, American man. uh, What's your your stand? And you had... Uh, Chris on the show, right? Before, I mean, when he told the Ventura story, you had him on uh, yeah, O&A. Yeah. So what exactly, what yeah. exactly happened there? Well, I, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I saw the movie last night <laughs> and, uh, it's okay. I mean, it's obviously not a documentary. Uh, this isn't, you know, uh, everything in it isn't factual. Um, didn't happen that way. They drama it up for, uh, yeah, you know, Hollywood, whatever. Um, but Michael Moore uh, is—he's just an asshole. Uh, <laughs> I, I have no no respect for that guy Absolutely. whatsoever. Uh, and and he's one story. But when you look at like Seth Rogen, who was just kind of making a joke, uh, people got to calm down a little bit because <laughs> it, it, it works both ways. Like we always, uh, I always, you know, pound on liberals for a lot of times being. Um, unreasonable when it comes to uh, humor and, and context and things. Uh, they don't think that uh, certain things should ever be joked about, and I think anything could be funny in the proper context. Uh, so when you see something like that, and Seth Rogen turns around and says that the movie uh, American Sniper reminded him of that propaganda movie that was playing in uh, Inglorious Bastards, the Sniper movie, mm-hmm. uh, I got the joke. I, I understand it. When I saw the movie last night, I could see in certain contexts that that kind of applies. I don't think he meant it like, hey, it's a propaganda movie like the Nazis made. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, people got to really step back sometimes and look at the context of something and not fucking jump off and, and instantly start uh, calling someone an asshole or demanding their job or we should never fucking support that person again just based on uh, an opinion. Uh, you know, cause that really curtails freedom of expression uh, when you have to worry about, you so, know, oh, should I say this or do I even want to deal with the bullshit that I'm going to catch uh, after I say it? Uh, you know, sh- shit like that, people preemptively censor themselves. So what you're uh, saying and, is, you know, we can't have that shit. So what you're saying is that something was put on Twitter and someone misconstrued <laughs> it and overreacted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a little experience yeah, with that, gee. so sure. Yeah, I hate it's when like, that happens. Oh, yeah, I hate when that happens. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Yeah. Cocksucker. Unbelievable. They caught me in exactly what happened. God damn it. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you see people, uh, 
you know, you see people on the left do that, and you see people on the right doing exactly the same thing. It's like it gets a little disheartening. Yeah, know, I, I, to, me, doing, to, to me, to <laughs> me, the left and the right really need to come together. This is it's like the dumbest. Yeah. Fun. It's not like either party is right. <laughs> Like, it's not like no. we, you can turn and say, oh, well, those fucking lefty assholes are totally right. Oh, no, those right-wing fucks are totally right. No. <laughs> no, they're both fucking They're both moron. fucking assholes. <laughs> we get nothing but a shit sandwich, <laughs> and no one gets anything good out of this. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, while I have you here, I have to say I'm jealous of uh, Brian from the Radio Freaks. Okay. Uh, he gets to actually come to the compound. And uh, go to all your parties, and he was at the party right after everything happened, and I'm like, fucking, I was so jealous, it was disgusting. When you were singing Ebony and Ivory, I was like, motherfucker, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a fun one. That was uh, the 4th of July party. Right? Yeah, I like, and I was like, you, because cause we're friends, and he rubs it in, he goes, yeah, just go down to the old compound. Ugh. Go hang out with uh, have him, my radio have him friend. Bring you to the next one. Because uh, <laughs> Andy, can, Andy has the greatest. From what I've seen, I haven't got to you know be there because our friend Laney is. Uh, we work together. Andy gets the same people uh, that we yep. get, and Laney is uh, the guest wrangler extraordinaire when it comes to the tits and ass. Oh yeah, and yeah, and she and she's another one. She's like, yeah, just going down to the old Cumia compound. <laughs> And I'm like, mother, stop telling me this shit, you fuckers. Yes, it's, I'm uh, jealous, you dicks. Yeah, I, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun over here. Because Anthony's like say. a big kid with a shitload of money. He's fucking amazing. You understand? He has a giant pool area. He's got he's got a fucking velociraptor in his pool. This motherfucker. Uh, Playboy yeah. Mansion. Huh? Yeah, he's got a, he's got, well, there's enough tits and ass usually walking around. Yeah, he does have the Playboy Mansion. I know, yeah, ladies have lost a lot of that. Going on. Yeah, and then he's got a, a, a movie theater, uh, the, the, the AnthonyCumia.com studios for the Anthony Cumia show. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's, and, that yes. Was, and I, you brought up a very interesting point back in the day. It's when you still worked at Sirius before the old fiasco happened. Uh, yeah. you, um, you used to get shit for doing live from the compound because you had such a, because you had the money to pull off a, a show that didn't sound and look like shit. Yeah. That I that, you, that that I think that Sirius got a little angry at Anthony because Anthony had green screens, fucking beautiful mics. Joe, you would you would be amazed at what he has in the studio. Oh, you know me, I'm an equipment junkie. Exactly. He hasn't he lit and, and Anthony Anthony's like one of those guys mm -hmm. that like learns something and then takes it to a whole new level because he's got the money to do it. So he's like, sure. I want to build drones. <laughs> and his drone is now the size of the, the on the shield you know, carrier. 747. I mean, yeah, it's not like he does little <laughs> things. I want to watch a movie. He builds a whole theater in his fucking basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, upside of uh, uh, that's the really perks. having not many responsibilities. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I uh, took the uh, whole idea of Having a wife and kids threw that out the window, and I was just rather, talking about that. You know, yeah. have toys and uh, fun. <laughs> Andy, do you right, now? Because we, we were asking this Q and A of the day, we yeah. were asking, uh, do you think that marriage fucks up a good relationship? Hell yeah. Thank I you. Thank you. Yeah. Fucking Anthony Cumia. God, he's a, has a, a real man showing some balls here. Well, he's probably divorced. <laughs> no, well, he, he, yes, he is, but... 
But his first wife was, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Danny? Um, cunt. Cunt. Oh, right. Yes, that's cunt. The word. Yeah, it's cunt. I believe. I, I, believe, I, I believe it's. I believe it's pronounced cunt, right? I'm not. You sure. conniving cunt. Yes. Yeah, she was a cunt, and and then I think that that spoiled and soured Anthony for marriage, and now he's living the life that if you put a black light over the mansion, it looks like a fucking Pollock painting because there's just cum everywhere. This guy is living the life. Yeah, it's it's one of these situations where you gotta just keep rotating people through, or else <laughs> you're just gonna get pissed off at, uh, at at them, and you know you'll sit on the end, other opposite ends of the couch, fucking looking at your phone and wondering why the fuck am I even in the same room with this person? And that's what happens after you know you're in a relationship for a long time. Uh, you know, I like I like newness. <laughs> Why are you and, uh, still here? Get out! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fuck. It's weird because Andy, it. like, just when Anthony's fucking around. By the way, just to show you how much, like, legitimately, like, your life sucks and Anthony's is great. Okay. When you look at someone, just go Google or go on YouTube or whatever, and look up some of the videos that, of Anthony. <laughs> that he just puts up, like periodical, just, eh, fuck, I feel like making a movie. Okay. And he'll put up one. He did one where he just strapped a camera to himself, uh-huh. and he's walking around his own house, yeah. pouring a beer, <laughs> going outside, and it's one of the most annoying videos ever, because you're like, god damn. And he walks outside, and he's sitting there drinking his beer, he jumps in the pool, he has the camera still attached <laughs> to him, and there's this, br- this broad... That literally to everyone else is like a thirteen. Yeah. To Anthony, she's like a hard seven. Thirteen years old. You know, like not thirteen oh, years old. Oh, if he had two of them, maybe. Okay. <laughs> and, and she's in a bikini sitting there, and that's like that's 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 like for after the video goes off, you know that this is gonna go get plowed by Anthony. <laughs> after after I finish my frosty beverage, I'm gonna beat the shit out of her pussy with my dick. It's good to be young and single. I'll tell yeah. you. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Did we imagine how much we love you? Oh, I just yeah. want to throw that out there again, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Shit. Uh, you can hear Anthony every goddamn day. Because yeah. you can have him on yeah. AnthonyCumia.com on the Anthony Cumia Show. Uh, Anthony, by the way, yet again, I'm going to blow more smoke up your ass and say thank you for being on the program today, yes. sir. So much. Uh, Thanks for having me, man. Dude, no. First off, I made you love laugh it. after the years upon billions of times you've made me laugh. So right there, goddammit, thank you at the end of the day. Thank you, sir. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Anthony motherfucking Cumia. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely, man. Talk to you later. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy, man. Goddamn, that was Anthony Cumia. Okay. Ham show, can I help you? Oh, 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 wait. I called the ham show. Oh, damn it. I was trying to get Dennis Hoff on the phone. Uh, wait, what's your question, listener? What's your question? Uh, I was I was going to ask, why is Dennis Hoff so fucking cool that he can get cut off on the phone and I still want to call him back? What, what is well, that? because what? he gets all the pussy. That's oh, why. oh, he gets and, all the uh, pussy. You know, all the, he's, he's, a, he's a lucky guy and uh, because he's got a great business, the Money Ranch. Oh, and, uh, sure, yeah, sure. I think his TV show is probably uh, what drives all the booty to him. So I, I think it's uh, that's it, Cat House on HBO. Well, he's got he's got a new uh, HBO show, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know if, if I can ask Dennis. I guess well, I would be fine. It, it is, Eddie, and, and you know, it's um, it's a Thursday night at 11 o'clock on HBO. We, it's Hooker. we call it Hooker Box Office, HBO, and uh, <laughs> the show is. Make sure you're listening. Make sure you got some Cheetos and, uh, and a, few, a few beers. 
What? Uh, so, but is this one about you? It seems more about you. This one. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's, it's king of the house. It's about me and my life and how crazy it is and how fun and uh, and uh, just 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 me having a good time. I wonder. I see now. See, I wonder if HBO got the idea. They were listening to this show. And they got the idea going, hey, well, Dennis is a lot more interesting than just showing the girls having sex all the time. So let's focus on Dennis, because, yeah, we heard him on that ham radio show. And, uh, yeah, we were thoroughly entertained with how good Dennis is uh, with just telling stories and everything. Well, and, I, know, I, I know for a fact that the, the bosses of, of HBO, Hooker Box Office, uh, they are a ham radio show listeners. Well, they, you, know, we, you know, we did put the H in Hooker Box Office, so, I mean, come on now. That's, that's, that's Absolutely. What time? What time do you have to get? Because I don't want to fucking screw you up. What time do you have to get uh, over to uh, Lesbian and Frank? <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna leave here in about about forty forty minutes. Right. 40 so, minutes. You are so, you are so funny. <laughs> she got the biggest. I'm I'm afraid that this girl's gonna take Ava away from me. She's got the tongue of death. You should let her. You should let her eat Ava out right on the air. I think I think I'm going. I'm going to. I would. Yeah. Just, she can flicker click like a light switch from across the studio. Exactly. That tongue it, it's is huge. I can someone, Danny, bring up a picture, by the way, of uh, of Heidi. Put up Heidi from Heidi and Frank is the show that Dennis is going on. She is. She is literally. Don't get me wrong. She's not. Inc- she's attractive. I always find lesbians attractive for some reason. Like right up until they start looking like uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Is when I stop giving a shit about uh, how a lesbian looks, but the the this one she's got the blonde hair, nice body. I mean, she's not she, she's thick, she's not uh, small, but the fucking tongue, like literally, I want her to eat my asshole out and to, like clean out my tonsils because she's, the tongue is huge, monstrous. She's she's the Ron Jeremy of tongues. Yeah, almost oh, definitely she is. Yes, it, she looks like she has Ron's dick on her fucking as a tongue. It's yeah. huge, and yeah. she and, and the thing is, she unfurls it like it's like one of those things. Like when you know, like you stick your tongue out normally, like because uh, I have a big tongue too, but this chick has a tongue that folds, like it comes out like a staircase. It's like dun 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 dun, and you're like, holy shit! It's a it is amazing. Like it's one of those friggin' it is one of the things I always do though. Because people in the chat room are laughing. I always fall for the lesbian. I always I find lesbians without even knowing they're a lesbian. I'm always attracted to the ones that like to eat the cooch. I I don't know, and then they're they sit, and I always I my track record is just beyond shoddy when it comes to that. I always will without fail. I'll walk in and be like, oh, you know, that girl's very attractive. Somebody will walk in and go, she likes the pussy. She likes she the likes the pussy. And I, I'm like, I, without fail, I'm like, I could have told you that before I fucking even met her, that she likes the boozing. Well, we problem. like it. I can see why they like it. It's delicious. <laughs> it's nutritious and delicious. Did you ever? Did you, did you ever uh, have that? Because I, I would think that Dennis could turn a chick. Oh yeah, I'm into that. No, yeah. like you oh, take yeah. you take a girl that was strictly fucking pussy. And I can think that Dennis, with his with his mind fucking as well as his regular fucking. Could actually turn a chick to buy. I think that Dennis has that power. Yeah, no, there's no question. Have you? How, how, how many have you converted, my own personal Jesus? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't want to be around a girl that, that doesn't like girls. There you go. Okay. That's I another. Mean, that's, 
That's my new thing, by the way. I fucking, I'm, I'm loving buy chicks. Buy chicks. Like, they, I, 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 first of all, I'm, I have, uh, you know, one of these buy chicks I'm trying to fucking get with. Uh, I've been trying my, you know, whole shit. But, like, I like chicks because it's an automatic three-way. A buy chick will automate. You have literally more of a chance of having a three-way if the chick's buy than you do a regular, normal, everyday chick that you're like, yeah, maybe, come on, honey, maybe you touch a pussy in your life. Come on. <laughs> and you try to you know, coax them into it. This chick's like, I will eat this girl's box right now. While giving you a hand job. <laughs> Which you might get left out, Eddie. I don't, dude, <laughs> literally, I don't even need penetration. If I watch two hot chicks literally making out and eating each other's boxes, yeah. I will sit at the end of the bed as long as I can sit there sitting up Absolutely. so I can watch it the whole time and just jack one out. I have no problem. See, look, that one, there's Heidi. The, the, Heidi is the one, the blonde uh, with, the, with the nice set of titties. Nice body, nice and thick. Yeah. That's what Dennis is. Dennis, Dennis needs to convert her and bring her to the ranch. That's what he fucking needs I think to do. He'll make I'm, I'm on it today. I'm, oh. work, I'm working on it today. But I think I, I think I can fly her with 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 pussy. Oh. You know, I can I can let her know all the girls that are there. And uh, we actually had a girl there one time, and and uh, she was there about a week. Nice girl, just beautiful. She was there about a week, and she really wasn't doing any business. And so Suzette and I brought her in the office. And said, honey, we, we like you. We want to help you. And but uh, we, we got to do some business here, and we want to help you uh, get some clients. And she says, oh, I, I don't like clients. I said, what, what do you mean? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just here for the girls. Oh. Every, every night I, I do two or three girls. I said, get out of here. Pack your shit and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm here for the free pussy. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm here for the, for, the, for the pussy buffet. Yeah, that's and, a- that's like he hired a fat chick that kept eating the buffet. <laughs> like, for free. She was putting out, hey, one ravioli for you, four for me. <laughs> one ravioli for you, nine for me. There's no profit in that. Nah. That, that's, that's ridiculous. I'm just here to fuck the chicks for free. Yeah, exactly. So that that didn't last long. Yeah, see, I wonder if I could pull that off. I have a small dick, so I wonder if I could just tell everyone it's a big clit. And pull it off. You know I mean like walk in? You can probably do that. I have a nice set of tits, and I got a dick that doesn't look. It's not overly huge. If you nair yourself completely. If I nared myself down and wore a wig, I could probably pull off and be like, "Hi, I'm Edwina. I'm the new girl here at the ranch." What ugly broad man! And then I could lie to Dennis and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm strictly lesbian. So when all the lesbian chicks come in that want to fuck a lesbian, I'm here." And then Dennis be like, well, you're, this, this Edwina's pulling in a lot of cash. Well, Edwina, Edwina the BBW. There you go. Yeah, and I walk in, and I'm just like, pow, I'm like, bam, 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 bam. Dennis walks in, who's this guy? Fuck, where's Edwina? <laughs> Why is Air Force Amy in here? Who the fuck is this? What are you going to do when you get a male client, Eddie? I'm going to fuck him in the ass, Joe. Fuck <laughs> okay. it. Fuck it. I got to keep up the ruse or I can't get the free pussy. I guess. You yeah. understand? I got to keep Dennis in the dark. So if I got to fucking do it in the ass, what the hell? I got to do it. In for the penny, in for the pinch, you know? You got, you have got this thing figured out. This is amazing. It's my plan, <laughs> Dennis. It's my plan. You've, you've, you've got it down. You'll be working there forever. <laughs> Well, he's jobless right I am, now. I so am jobless. He's I need, got a lot of time on his hands to I, think. I got a lot of time to think. So what I'm thinking is I'll, yeah. I'll go to the bunny ranch, dress in the dress, but I take my little fucking penis and go like, oh, by the way, my clit shoots semen. Oh, Does anybody want some? 
and see what happens. And we hang out with the girls. We paint each other's toenails. And when they're eating each other's boxes out when no one's at work, I'd be like, hey, by the way, let me just rub my clit on your asshole. Oh, okay. And then I'm in there. I'm in there, Joe. I'm in there. I'm totally in there. And then you can, like, justify it by having the record, Guinness World Record of the longest clit. Yeah! Yeah, yeah, that'd be the other thing. And then you have freaking Dennis Coles and goes, you have to see this girl's clit. It's amazing. It's It's the biggest clit I've ever seen in my life. It looks like a dick. And it gets hard. Like, whenever, you know, when other the girl, when all the bunnies walk around, her clit just goes, just sits there and goes like, it's a... You are going to be the most popular BBW we've ever uh, had. I will. Do you guys? Do you ever have that? I never seen that on the on the show. Is there well, BBW? There's, there's, always, there's always some girls that are a little bit bigger, and uh, uh, you know, there's no rhyme to reason to what guys like. You know, one no. day they want a skinny little blonde, the other day they want a, they want a, a, a large, you know, a, a large brunette, and uh, there's, there's no and it changes. It changes every day. So no, I don't. You have to when you're spinning the wheel of pussy, gentlemen. All pussy comes in different stages. I I have seen literally, and the best thing, my sister, by the way, but uh, has become like a curvy model, right? I told you this story. So now she has curvy model friends. Oh, my God, I'm in my glory. In my glory. One of them is my age. She brought her by the house the other day. I swear to God, Dennis, if you could get this chick to work at the Bunny Ranch. Oh, my God. Not my sister, because, you know, she's a whore to my you know, brother-in-law. But I'm talking about this other chick. Holy shit. God damn. That's what I... I think the bunny rent needs a little chubby bunny. And I go in there, and I'm like, that. I go, that's the one I want. I want chubby bunny. Can I have chubby really? bunny? I like a nice curvy broad. I don't want too thin. I don't want too thin. Because there is such a thing as too thin. There is, yeah. like, you bend them up. Like, that girl, Heidi, that you're going to go interview, that's perfect to me. Nice, yeah, no. real low-hanging titties. She, even though, of course, I fell for the lesbian. Uh, <laughs> curvy fucking body. Like she looks nice. Like that to me is a nice piece of ace. Like I would bang that and be happy. I gladly pay Dennis for his fine establishment for uh, renting the bed. Here you go. Let me uh, go stick my giant clit in this girl here, and that's it. Like that's what I would like to do. And I understand, like, other people, like, I want, they walk in and they go, they want the skinny, like, uh, the one I bring up all the time when Dennis is on the phone and he probably wants to shoot me because I always bring her up, she doesn't even work there anymore, but that Isabel Sopra- uh, Soprano, yep. she was curvy, yep. that was what I was, she was a little chubby, and I'm like, yep. that's the one, that's perfect, I don't want too thin. Isabella has a, has got a body like Ava. Yeah. You know, she's got, she's got some hips and just... Beautiful, yeah. Yes, and I, what I can't do with my fucking hips, I do with my lips. I'm going down on that girl. And it's not your fingertips. hi Someone knows the poem. Someone knows the poem. I've never heard that. Uh, the, uh, well, it's, it's, it's a small... Well, you wouldn't know, Joe, because you have a big dick. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, the, uh, of course, Dennis has probably heard it. Dennis has a huge dick, too. Son of a bitch. Why does everyone have big dicks around here? Fucking annoying. Don't worry about it. You have the world's biggest clit. I have the world's biggest clit. Woo! You just squirt. I'm number one. My clit squirts. Uh, the uh, well, no, I did. By the way, ooh, yeah, I, I know I have Dennis on the phone. I, I gotta ask this question because it kind of coincides with something I saw. I was circling through uh, uh, porn the other day, right? So I'm on my one of my favorite uh, xhamster.com, and I'm on there and I'm watching the pornos. 
And then I type in just for fucking shits and giggles, uh, Howard Stern, to see if like there was chicks like you know like you, you know like the episodes when he was on E, or he was yep. on all, and they blur it all out and they didn't show anything. Like going yep. back and seeing like Jenna Jameson when she was in a prime naked, I would enjoy that. So I'm going cycling through all this shit, and then I they had a the small dick contest. Okay, so now I'm intrigued. So now I watch the small dick. They made me feel so great about myself. You don't even understand. You don't even understand. These guys had no dicks. They had no dicks. And I wanted to ask Dennis if a guy ever came in and a girl like you, you like later when the bunny was like, the guy had no dick, Dennis. The guy had no dick. I, I don't even like. Not normally they don't talk about their clients, but you have to imagine if a guy walked in with no dick. Like, he had, like, an inch between his well, legs. I, I, I Somebody's going to bring it up. A lot of times from, I hear a lot of times from the girls that, that it, was, it was not very big, but it really satisfied her because you only, you only need about an inch and a half uh, to, or two inches to get into get that G-spot. Yeah, if we can and, only drill uh, that into fucking women's heads. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's true. And, uh, you know, just up in 11 o'clock. And there's, there's feels like corduroy in there, Mom. and you, you grab that little spot and you go for it. Exactly. Well, that's why the uh, I uh, have the um, the two finger the two finger McGee. We you know I've taught people on this show where you, that's how you find the G spot. The G spot is the easiest fucking thing to find in the world. That's why I laugh when they go, "Oh, I can never find a G spot. I'll never give my girl an orgasm." It's the easiest fucking thing in the world to find. It literally yeah. is in and up. That's it. So if your dick curves up, up, you're amazing. Yeah. If your dick curves up, you're the fucking greatest lover in the world. Hold on, I'm writing this down. You never Joe, seriously, you never you never when you finger when you finger bang have you ever finger banged your wife? Seriously, I don't even know. Of course. Okay, so when you I don't know what the fucking old fifties shit that you do with a zip gun and you're watching happy days or some shit when you're having sex. I don't know. Hey, I know it's stuff that you haven't learned yet. Yes. Yeah, it's all it's shit that's not sexy. Um when, no, when you're finger-banging your wife, if you go in and up, that's it. That's all it is. It's in and up. Okay. You don't have to circle around. You're not making fucking brownies, you know, in her vagina. You're not going like... It's back it's, it, it's back and to the left. It's the JFK thing. You go back and then to the left. And literally, like Dennis is saying, 11 o'clock. Not, a quite, not quite noon. Sounds like you're describing the magic bullet. It back is. not to the left. Yes, back and to the left. Not quite noon. He's right. 11 o'clock. It's maybe 11. brunch. 11.15. It's brunch. Yeah, it's, it's close. You go in and you go up. And literally, it's right there. And it feels differently. There's a spot that feels in her pussy. That, like he's saying, feels like corduroy. It feels different. Yeah. All you have to do is go like this, Joe. Look at my fingers. I'm looking. You're literally doing like, come here. That's it. All you do is come here. Hello. And you move your fingers back and forth. And you go, come here. Hello. Come here. Hello. Come here. And she will, I will, I swear, I shit you not. Gucci, Gucci, she will literally fucking, it will be a flood. Ooh. Flood. Flood. <laughs> and Dennis Hoff is probably doing this while eating his breakfast right now. <laughs> because he's well, fucking Dennis Hoff. You know. The, the Ron Jeremy trick, he he likes to go down on the girl and do the same thing. Uh-huh. Get the G-spot while he's going down on her. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, he he's supposed to be legendary, legendary yeah. with the fucking eating the pussy. He was uh, supposedly taught by uh, uh, Nina Hartley or something, right? You know, I don't know who taught him, but I know he's into it. But, but you know, he's, he's you know, us big guys, we like to eat. Oh, yeah, we love it's just another meal, ladies. It's just find a fat guy. It's just another meal to us. And we will eat until we're full. 
And guess what? Pussy doesn't fill you up. So guess what? We're going to keep eating until you go, oh, my God, I can't believe you're my cousin. I mean, what? <laughs> Whatever it takes, folks. Whatever it takes. I'm gonna get it done. I'm gonna get it done. Eddie, you're an unusual man. I am definitely an unusual man. I have I have a problem. He has the world's biggest clit. I have the world's biggest clit. <laughs> That's right. That should be a fucking T-shirt. Yeah. That Dennis should sell at the Bunny Ranch. That should be a video. Huh? World's biggest clit, and it only comes in men's sizes, and it's an arrow just pointing down. World's biggest clit, and see how many men at the Bunny Ranch actually are manly enough to buy that shirt. Everyone's saying he's texting me saying, what's the name of the radio show you're on? And I think Ham Radio. There you go. The Ham Radio Show. People in our chat room, by the way, want to know what time you're going to be on KLOS on Heidi and Frank. Because they want to carry over. They want to listen to you on here and then carry over to their uh, show. And I'll, I'll, I support Heidi and Frank because I want to fuck uh, Heidi the lesbian. So I, I'll feel free. What time are you going to be I'm on? I'm going to tell her that. I'm going to tell her that. Tell, you know what? Tell her that. Tell her Uncle Eddie on the Ham Radio Show. And when she's done going, who? Then. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the black guy? You'd be like, no, he's not black. The, the guy with the big clit? Yeah, that guy. That guy with the big clit. Yeah. Uh, no, tell Yeah, Most definitely. I, I, I would love to. You, you got a big clit. She's got a big tongue. It's a match made in heaven. We literally are. The, we, I, we're both lesbians. We're both lesbians. I mean, I mean, I literally, I would just like to do. I would like to. I would just like to have uh, what's what, what's the clinical term? I'd like to plow you hard with my big clit. with my big clit. I actually I don't even know I don't think I could say it. she's a big girl. I don't know you would need a black cock for that one. That's a black cock. That's literally that's that's literally I might have to paint my arm with a vein on it and go here's my penis. Why is it wearing a watch? Don't worry. <laughs> and just go in there like I'm baking a cake. <laughs> oh, just fucking. That's what I got him into doing. You know, I, I did uh, a radio show last night here in L.A. Joey Diaz, the comedian. Oh, I know the name. Yeah. This, this guy sits around the studio and just gets smoked up, and uh, I'd love it. I mean, it was it was it was fun. Yeah. See, we you get the same bullshit on this show, except we're not high. Uh, you, you, you're doing it on the natch. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm totally straight right now. And I'm talking about my big clit. Oh, we can fix that. Oh, God. We're all going to hell. Your big clit ham. Big, my hammy clit. is <laughs> my big clit. Hammy, salty clit. We're going we're gonna to change the name of the show to the big clit. The big clit. Maybe that maybe, Tuesdays on Planet Instead Platypus. of the because uh, I, I have many nicknames, maybe I you know instead of the Almighty pot, uh, Pork Chop, I should just have the the Mighty Mighty Clit, <laughs> the Big Clit here. Well, Hi being, everybody, it's the Big Clit. You're being challenged in the chat room. What so, uh, Planet Fan seventy six? I wish they could get their name because I have the world's biggest clit. No, I have the world's <laughs> biggest. We're having are we having a dick contest about who has the smallest dick here? <laughs> Or do you actually well, have... Let me, let me tell you, this is a message from Air Force Amy. Yes, I love and, it. Uh, she says, uh, tell him to look at BunnyRanch.com. I have the biggest clip in the world. Oh, that's probably, that's probably that's Air Force, Air Force Amy. Amy. Air Force yep. Amy. Uh, First up, by the way, I would love to eat your box, too, because you're one hell of a chick. Absolutely. That's number one. There you go. Air Force Amy. There she is. She's in the chat room. All right, Air Force Amy in the chat room. She has the biggest clip. Let me see. Let me see. Does, do we have a picture of Amy's clit? Because I will <laughs> I will have a clit off right now. God damn it. Well, she has the website. Yeah, well, we're bringing it up. Well, there's Amy's well, titties. On Joe's 
slow That's what I'm saying. Amy is one of them. She definitely has that whole MILF yeah. you know, thing going on, like sexy librarian. Oh, I didn't mean to jerk you off. Oh, that kind of fucking thing. She's definitely my type. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean. I didn't, I didn't know you were gardening and I came out naked and was going to fuck myself. I didn't know. Oh. Uh, did any- she, said she, call, she calls it. She says, I call it my little dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would like to see a picture. I've never I've seen Amy naked, obviously, because I've seen her on, uh, of course, Cat House. Danny, don't worry about it. Danny's frantically smashing the enter button on her website. Uh, well, don't worry. I I've seen her naked. I don't. What I'm saying, I, I doubt that she has a picture spread eagle with her clit on the fucking website. I'm just saying. I probably wouldn't be the thing that she has on her website. She has like sexy pictures, like her in the tub, her dressed as a librarian, doing role. Play. That's what I'm saying. Role playing. Oh, God damn, we just stare at Amy for a while. Jesus oh, Christ. Geez, yeah. I've always loved that. that he must be taking cool. over the chat. There, huh? <laughs> oh, I don't know, Danny. Get off this. Go back to the chat, Danny. Yeah, you see? I get the drop. <laughs> Wait, I'll record it. I'll get the drop for you. Thank, thank you, Nick. Nick, Nick is Nick, our, our stalker fan from Canada, is making for, making sure that Air Force Amy is... Uh, uh, on there. By the way, if ever, ever is Amy, if you want to call the show, if you're listening to the program, after Dennis leaves to go be with the lesbian, uh, Heidi and Frank, if you want to call the show, feel free. 908 854 4228. Joe in the chat room already. I love you, Amy. Joe is already. 854 what? 854 4228. If she wants to call. We'll get her on after because if we have you on at the same time, they'll fuck up our phones because it's the private line. That's the hotline. So we'll have her I'm gonna, on. I'm going to tell her. I'm, I've, I've got to get going anyway. I'm telling her yeah. five minutes. All right. Tell her. Yeah, cool, cool. Fuck. I'll talk to Air Force Amy. I've jerked off to Amy. I'll talk to her. What the hell? With her big you, clit. You guys are a match made in heaven. The, the, the big clit and, and the little dick. Yeah. I mean, what, what the hell? Well, that's that's going to be a monogram on our towels in, our, uh, in the, his and her bathroom. <laughs> you can see the towels now. Yeah. Mine's his little dick. Oh, shit. All right. So Dennis Hoff's new show on HBO, by the way. Yeah, it was on QVC. Yeah. No, it's not on QVC. It's on HBO. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the new one, it's, uh, what's the name of the new show? Exactly. I want to make sure I get it right. King of the house king of the house all about dennis and dennis's adventures in pussy town uh where he's the mayor of pussyville uh where he goes out there and he he literally lives like he smokes cigars uh you know drops a few back bangs some broads it's all about his life and the adventures that he has each and every day that's why he's my own personal jesus this is why he's always on the show god damn it because we love dennis Hoffman. and dennis love, loves us and we love dennis Hoffman. i love you 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 make my day you make me laugh i, I got plenty of material now to talk to heidi and frank about and uh, <laughs> i want i want i want to listen to what he's going so there was this guy right uh, uncle Eddie. he's on another radio show i just did him this morning and he is in love with you heidi he wants to just suck on your tongue i don't know when, when exactly Exactly, he uh, meant by that, but he just wants to do that. Oh God! So Dennis, by the way, will be on KLOS in a little bit. He's going to be on the Heidi and Frank show. So if you are following Dennis on the media tour for his brand new HBO show, feel free to just follow him over there. We don't give a shit. Open up another uh, another window on your uh, computer there and listen to him on there because I want to make sure that he's a, make sure he says ham radio. Make sure he says suck on Heidi's tongue. Yeah, you know I mean, if he doesn't do it, call their show and go. Hey, I heard you on the ham radio show today, and Eddie was talking about Heidi the lesbian, and he would like to uh, you know do some naughty uh, things there. 
All well, right. I, I don't know. I don't know if she's if she's lesbian or she's bi. I'm not. I don't know. Well, let's find you... out. <laughs> the world. Wants let's to work know. together, Dennis. Me and you. We'll find out, and then we'll bring it to the bunny ranch. Investigative reporter. Investigating. Here's Dennis Hoff on the scene. Dennis, are you inside of her vagina as we speak? Well, I, I'm inside her mouth, and it, 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 it's unbelievable. It's the biggest thing I've ever seen. Holy and, shit! I just got a picture of fucking Amy's uh, fucking giant clit. It does look like a penis. She has a giant oh, no. fucking clit. You see, you seen the manta ray lips? Yeah, yeah. She's got giant lips and a and a giant clit. Wow. Okay, my. You better call in. Hey, I love you guys. I'm I'm gonna run, and uh, I love you guys. You you just make my day always, and you're the best. And I can't can't wait to see you in person. Damn right, ladies and gentlemen, my own personal Jesus, Thank Dennis you. Hoff. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. There you go. He's got to run because he's got to go. He's got to leave to go fucking do radio. Yeah, I know. He literally has to get the fuck out of here. So uh, I think well, Amy, I tell you, we needed some cheering up today. I tell you, he, he cheered, uh, cheered us all up. He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Amy's going to be calling us on a little bit well, now that too. That would be nice. Yeah, that's that would be nice. Yeah. We're going to talk about things. That'd be nice. Absolutely. You, me, Amy. Yeah. Well, wait, Danny, you lost. You lost one of your wires. A piece of your wire. There you go. Take that back. There you go. We're all setting up. We're just rewiring shit in between. Yeah. It's all right. It happens. We're talking about the uh, great things that we can accomplish if we all work together. All right, so you want to take a break? But she might be calling in, though. Yeah, I don't he know. told her to call. He's going to text in. She, she said, she, but she might be on hook at time. I don't know how that works. Said, see, I'm on hook at time. going to call in five minutes. So. All right, so let's. Uh, we'll take a break so Danny can stop crying. And we'll take a break because Danny's probably needs a nicotine fit thing going on. Uh, she's already tweeted pictures of her. Oh, no, no, no. See, fuck it. We can't take a break. I told you right now. It's the Hammer Radio Show. Who's this? Air Force Amy. Yeah! yeah. Air Force Amy. <laughs> Big Clitty McGee on the phone. We're coming at you from both coasts, man. You get the whole country wrapped up in these labia. There you go. See, she got the, not only has she got big old labia, but she Air Force Amy has a big old clit because i just seen it. It kind of dangles there. It's like a little mini dick. But you know what? I wouldn't mind sucking on it. I'm not going to lie to you. I wouldn't mind going <laughs> to it. I don't give a shit. If, I that, wouldn't mind that either. There you go, baby. <laughs> does that count? Now, does that count as a blowjob? I don't know. Because it's a mini dick. It's a mini dick. Uh, it scares guys. I tell them, I said, you suck it like a dick, baby. Uh, I, I, now, now, does it now? Wait, let, let's let's literally get into this. Hold on for a second. When you're when you're when you're like engorged, because a clit is, a clit is pretty much the same DNA as a penis. It's just, it, it, it gets hard. It has blood vessels the same way. Uh, since you have a giant one, like I do, <laughs> uh, does yours <laughs> does yours get, like, uh, like fully erect? Does yours stick out a little bit more? It gets fully erect. It's like a little dick. I love it. I feel just like, you know, I get that, you know, mayo thing, man thing, break the, break the glass ceiling thing going on. Look, I got a dick, too, motherfucker. <laughs> right. I got a dick, too, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, do you jerk? Do you do you jerk that big clit off until you your pussy comes? That, just like a dick, I put it oh. between my two hand fingers and jack it just like a dick. That's what I'm saying. She's got the perfect fucking pussy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Her pussy literally has a joystick. It literally, like, up, up, left, right, down, down, A, B, Q, and then she's coming. That's what she did. Like, you don't even have to go inside if you don't want to. Her, she has, I'm going to use that. I got a joystick. You got a joystick on your pussy. You should get a lot of a lot of fucking video game nerds come to the, the ranch, and they're like, hey, I would like to fuck the girl with the, uh, with the um, joystick on her vagina. <laughs> Yeah. I'm for all you gamers. All you gamers. Yeah. Anybody, anybody in the fucking Street Fighter, get in here and uh, play with my clitoris. Oh, yeah, get off that. Get off that computer. Get off that game. Come play with me, baby. Get off your Xbox and get on my box. Yeah, that's, oh. that's with that sticker on it. Adults only. Yeah, it's got, <laughs> right, Grand Theft Auto right out of business. Grand Theft Pussy. Uh, she's got the uh, Grand Theft Anal. Sorry, Air Force Amy. <laughs> Oh, this perfect too! Oh my god, I got so many new taglines. We're gonna write a new bio. Her, her, her pussy. She's gonna get the tattoo over. You know, like where it says uh, mature themes. Yeah. Like on the video games. Yeah. Rated T for teen. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, while I have you, by the way, first off, this is amazing. Speaking of Air Force Amy, because oh, yeah. Air Force Amy is one of the original. You, you've seen her on Cat House. Nine gazillion times. I didn't think she was hanging out with us today. So I'm a little unprepared, but I'm not unprepared because I fucking jerk off to that show all the time. Sure. So I've seen Amy, and I've definitely jacked one out to Amy nine million times. And, they, they, I, I, and, and her giant labia. Her dumbo ear labia. They, it's a manta ray, man. It's a manta ray. It's a manta ray. It's the only fish that doesn't smell like fish. Um, the, but no, but I, cause I, the reason why I'm asking is because, like, I'm asking, uh, I have 9 million questions. You, you, you have been with the fucking Bunny Ranch for how long? This month is my anniversary month of 15 years. Jesus, oh 15. In the 15 years you've been at the Bunny Ranch. Okay. How many mm-hmm. cocks do you think you've served? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think we counted something like. 20,000. 20,000 cocks! Yeah. Come on! Come on! Give her a standing <laughs> ovation! It just gets tighter! It just gets tighter, dude! Oh, I don't, I don't, I, I honestly don't, I don't think you have a loose box. I honestly don't, because I've seen the pictures. I don't think you have a loose box. I just think it's a because you don't only service vagina. Like, you don't only take vaginal. You do the asshole, you do the vagina, the mouth. I've seen you blow many a men on the fucking show. That's what I'm going to do at the talent contest on Dennis's birthday, September 13th, the big blowout. You have to email hey, me for an invitation. December, gonna, his birthday's when? September 13th. Oh, September 13th, because my birthday's December 13th, and I was, like, was, I was sitting there going, that's the greatest birthday present ever. Oh, sure. Holy Absolutely. shit. That is You're amazing. Leo, I'm a Leo, too. I just had a birthday last week. Oh, well, happy birthday, beautiful. Uh, this is supposed to be the best year of our lives. That's well, true. it better be, because I fucking did you some... It good, man. God damn I'm it. I'm like, this, it better make it count, otherwise I'm going to kill myself if this is the best <laughs> Hey, one. Don't, don't pull a Robin Williams, <laughs> motherfucker. You go out oh, there and you... Believe it? What oh, the F? What the... You no, know, you can say fuck. It doesn't matter. What the F, but what still... What the fuck? What? That's a fuck. That's a what the fuck moment, oh, yeah. Nanu, Nanu. He's up in Nanu, Nanu land. Nanu, Nanu. Wait, she said it. it means I gotta play the thing if I can find it. Hold on, I don't know if I can find it. I had the fucking thing. I had it ready to go. Oh, there it is. Let me see. Uh, there it you is. You know, they got, they got those kids crazy when everyone dies, you know? No, 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 no. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, yeah, no. Uh, 
it, I, that, that's the fucking deal. Like, like don't like the thing is like people look at like Air Force Amy, and they go, "Well, everything's going up, you know, coming up roses for Amy." But I'm telling you, she's living a life. She's sucking a dick. She's in. She, she's not one of those people that are having a. Like she's not a dirty prostitute that's in an alleyway oh, somewhere. She's li- no, that's what I'm saying. She's living. No, no, no. But you know, like the difference is what I'm saying. Oh, sure. You're sitting in a world where you have like some pimp that's like, you better get my money, fucking Amy, and slapping her face. No, she's at the bunny ranch, living the high life in a beautiful fucking house that she's you know you know paid for. I've been the a bed, long time fan. That's what I'm saying. She's up at six thirty in the morning Pacific time because I'm up answering emails. I'm. You know, I'm working out already. I'm working eight hours online before I ever go to work. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you now? Do you are you always up at this fucking time? Yep. That's fucking amazing. Oh, we gotta have Amy. What a workhorse! Day. What that's a workhorse! I'm number one. <laughs> she is. She was, by the way, voted number. She she literally has won the award. Like I don't know how many. They, they did a whole episode on that one too. Where Amy always wins the fucking award. Oh sure. She always wins. I like, do. They have a whole episode on me called. Um, Either superstars or master of the game, something like that. You can go to TV dot com and download them all. Yeah, she's got she yeah. li- literally an award win. You have award winning <laughs> pussy, a wall of trophies. You understand? <laughs> and a wall yeah. of tro- all shaped like penises, but an award with a whole trophy case just full you of know, cocks. My mother's got to be proud. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> of do your parents? Do your parents know that what you do? Yeah, they're mad. They're mad at it. Why? why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, you literally are doing. You're doing number one. You're doing God's work. That's number one. Number yeah. two. You're also. That's a fact. You, you know what? I guys come in and they don't feel so good about themselves. There's a reason they're there. They walk out of my room and they feel like a million bucks. They go. Right. You know, they take down the world. Yeah. I just make them feel like a million bucks. Yeah, right. But not only is she doing God's work, but she's also doing like she's not. Like I said before, she's not a dirty, you know, she is a dirty whore in bed. But I'm saying she's not a, yeah, she's not a dirty, she said a whore. Uh, but she's not a dirty whore as in, like, you're not going to catch a disease from her. She's doing it legitimate. She's doing it at a place where it's legal. She's not doing, you know what I mean? Like, she's not doing it for crack. She's not, I mean, she, unless you're talking about your crack, whatever. She's not doing it for any other reason other than to just service a man or even a chick because she's gone down on broads before. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, she's not doing it for any other reasons that aren't good. Like, there's no bad reasons. That's true. That's, That's true. the other thing. She's not- you know, there's, I can't tell you how many times a day I can be underneath someone going, I'm going to heaven for this. <laughs> I'm going to heaven for this. If there is a God, right? Think about it. Think I'm about it for a second. Heaven for this. I'm agnostic. Danny's atheist. I don't, I don't even know what the hell Joe thinks anymore. I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. If, if, you're, if, if there is a God, you got to look at it from the perspective of who's giving us more rewards in life? Oh, yeah. Than a, like a girl like Amy. Like all the girls at the Bunny Ranch in general. But Amy sucked. We, what was she have? The 20,000 co- 20, cocks? 20,000. Okay, she wins. I was, I mean, I was being, I was being you know, small there. Yeah. I wasn't trying to. She's the McDonald's of cock. Do you she's understand? loving it. She's loving it. Oh, yeah. But she's also the McDonald's of cock because she's one billion served. Okay? She, she definitely has uh, handled the hot meat, if you know what I'm saying. She's got the Big Mac. You know, she's done it. She has the special sauce all over her face half the time, but it is, she's done it. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's doing God's work. How many, How many? by the way, have you had at one time? What's the big, here's another Air Force Amy question. How many cocks have you serviced at one time? 
three. Three. Jesus Christ. Three. Now, yeah. now, now, do you line them up and play them like a pan flute? What do you do? I don't understand. How do you service three cocks? Are you jerking? No, you... my, fan, my, my fantasy was to have a gangbang. So I copied a porn scene that I saw and it had a double penetration and have an oral sex with someone too. So wait a minute. All right. So now you're blowing one and there's two mm-hmm. ki- there's two cocks in your pussy or two cocks in your one ass? One cock in my pussy and one cock in my ass and one cock in my mouth. There you there go. You go. We call the trifecta, folks. The trifecta. Bowling ball. She's like a bowling ball. All her holes and stuff, Danny. I give you a bucket of bug. Oh man, that's fucking amazing. Like, and it goes back to what I'm going to do at Dennis's birthday party. We yeah. have to do a talent. We have to have a talent contest. Some girl's going to play harmonica. Some's going to do a belly dance, and I'm going to deep throat. A dildo of Ron Jeremy's cock. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of cock. I'm practicing, man, so I don't want to mess this up on stage. You, I am practicing. You want to practice on me? Because that's a good... <laughs> then you'll have, you'll have a good, what, uh, 17 more inches to work on? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a toothpick. Yeah. Well, she might have to clean her teeth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 mean, I might just, have to have him take out a couple of my molars. Yeah. How do you? Now, can I ask a question? Because having that, I've never sucked a dick before. Okay. He's always wanted. I, I'm, I'm always, I'm always you can cool. suck my clit and call it a dick. <laughs> I, I would. I would. I'll, I'll practice on Air Force Amy's clit, her clit dick, and I will be fine. But I, 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 I the question is. Because we've had, we've had gay guys on who have sucked dick before, but how did like when you're about to suck? Like let's say you, you're at the Bunny Ranch, you, the guy picks air. He goes, "Air Force Amy is who I want." You get off the line, you have a few drinks, you go back to the room, you're ready to go do the party, whatever he's chosen to do, and then he pulls down his pants and it's 18 inches of cock, right now. That's extra. Yeah, yeah. It's a black. It's a, it's a black guy named Tyrone. <laughs> With his giant, massive, has an elbow cock, uh, goes out there and he, and he whips out his giant penis. And when when he's like, my my fantasies, I want to get blown by Air Force Amy. I want her to go balls deep on my. How do you prepare for that? Like, what's it feel like to suck a dick like that big? What's it feel like? Because it's got to clog up. You can't breathe when you do it, right? I can't. <laughs> How do you, do you? I just put it in my throat and I breathe through my nose. Yeah, I know, but when it's that big, doesn't it push your lip up to your nose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that comes with years of experience, don't you know? And for so Amy, is she? Out, I see this huge cock and I'm thinking to myself, yes. But I tell him, oh, that's going to cost you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be extra, motherfucker. That's extra, dude. Yeah. American Express. Air Force Amy has gills. And then I, and then I tell him, uh, you're not going to do this with any woman on the street. You're never going to be able to have sex like this no. again. No one else can take this dick. It's me. It's yeah, all me from now on. That's why. Now what, now, what happens if a guy like me, I walk in, I got the big clit. What happens? Do you laugh? or do I you <laughs> you go like, what the fuck is that? No, this is good because my pussy's gonna try harder to get an orgasm, so it's gonna clamp down harder on you and just pull you right in. Now, see that's now that's a woman. That's a regular round of voice for that bullshit line. <laughs> that that was an amazing. My pussy's gonna work harder to fucking like that is a woman that literally knows what to tell you to make sure you don't want to slit your wrist at the porn place. <laughs> 
Make you feel like a man. My pussy's going to make you fucking have to work harder. Let's go. Because that's the thing. I don't have, like we've said this before, I don't have length. I have girth. So like 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 when I'm when I'm soft I have, what did the doctor what did fish tell me that I have uh, I don't know oh, what the fuck he it I have some form of I, of course I have a diseased cock or something I have it, not that it has herpes or anything I have something where my dick goes in like a dog sometimes and just wants to hide yeah just wants to fucking hide yeah you get, you rub my belly and you go red rocket red rocket until I fucking get out um. But when I yeah, when I'm hard, I have a dick. Like it's, you go, hey, he's got a dick. Look, you can see it. Like that, well, that kind of thing. So that's how you, you just trick people all the time. You trickster. Yeah, I'm a trickster. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a tranny, and I go out there and I just go, whoop. There's my penis. Just, and then I go, oh man, I should have charged more for this. Damn yeah, right. <laughs> just, just, just push on my belly. It'll come out. Watch. <laughs> there you go. No, but I. It, it really is. It is. It is what it is. I mean, it's not like some days it hangs, some days it doesn't hang. Some days, like, and my dick is very, like, you know, like uh, the the whole Seinfeld thing, Joe? Yes. Uh, I, I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Yeah. And as soon as it, uh, any form of cold, <laughs> any form of cold, my dick hates cold. Well, yeah. Hates it. But my ball bag well, is. I'll tell you what, you come out to the bunny ranch and you hang out with me for a day or two, and that dick's going to be rock hard hanging out. And between your knees. There you the go. Time with me. She's going to turn me into a black guy. That's right. I'm, I'm going to be Tyrone. I'm going to be Tyrone, man. There you go. Oh, man. I, no, cause that's, it, it's the, it is what it is. It totally works. There's no doubt in my mind. I've had sex with a lot of women. It totally works. I mean, uh, but it's the point of... It's the point of, like, I don't have, like, I watch porn yeah, a lot. Because, sure. you know what? Porn's always there for me. Oh, yeah. I've learned that. No matter what in life is not there for you, I porn is always there for you. I set aside porn. I've only seen day. about one minute of porn my entire life. I get one minute well, into it. You live it. It's over. <laughs> Amy, you live porn. Your life is porn. <laughs> Do you understand that you live the you literally live a porn scenario every day? Like somebody walks up to you and goes, oh, "You dress up." By the way, I want to ask you. Well, enough about my uh, giant small penis. Um, the uh, you on your website there, Air Force, Air Force Amy dot com. Uh, you put up. Uh, you do a lot of role playing. What's your favorite costume? Because I love role playing. I think it's fucking awesome. I like to play nerds. What do you play? What's that one? Nurse. I like to play oh, nurse. nurse. I thought you said, said Murph. No, that's I'm like, I, what? Yeah. one of my yeah. fantasies, Murph? too. I yeah, like I dress up like Eddie Murphy, and I come out. What? I don't want no, to be a nurse. I'm a And I like to do policewoman. Policewoman? Oh, okay. Yeah, you could do that in the airport. You know, I was a policewoman for a couple months. Okay. That's fucking so, hot. And I was never any good at it. I'd be like, you better get out of here before someone catches you. And now I can really play it out, you know? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> now, when you, do, when you do nurse, do you do the whole, like, do you never break character? Nope. Nope. Sometimes I even give them an enema if they're not too, if they're not too careful and don't answer the right questions. She also gives you an insurance form. <laughs> That's what bunny care. Yeah, she's she's weird. She's weird like that. She makes you feel before you uh suck on my mini clit, uh my big old clit, what you gotta do is Are you G H I Yeah, what's your HMO? Uh, do you have you fill in the, 
Fill this out. Are you on the health link? Yeah. <laughs> you got Medicaid? What's this? Well, not for nothing, but, but your insurance should cover sex because it's it's mentally. I think your I, mental health. I don't disagree with that. It would I, keep you healthy. I think honestly, one of, it's it's therapy. Absolutely, it's therapy. Yeah. What would you rather do? Have a guy that's full of you know he's just his cock is hard all day. His wife ain't fucking him. Yeah, he's you know, I mean like he you know instead of like going to a fucking dirty whore, he wants to go to a dirty whore at a clean place. A and he wants to go see Amy, and he, you know what I mean like so, you mean you go on the insurance card. That because they had it on insurance, it wouldn't kill him at all. Robin Williams killed himself. Absolutely, yeah, exactly, absolutely. And then you take your insurance card, you swipe it down the crack of her ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you're having good sex, why would you want to kill yourself? Exactly. That's that's the other thing. If you, but you that, would never want to. If you were having, that's one thing that could probably keep depression on the down low. If you're getting laid a lot, okay. you're not thinking of the bad things in life. Yes. You're thinking of the good things, it's, like banging her meat curtain there. Yeah. You know? Well, I missed that because Joe talked. What? You still have afterglow. Yeah, you still have afterglow. Yeah, you get that buzz for the rest of the day, and you feel great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just need more sex in the world. What's wrong with this? We do. Yeah. All, all we are saying is give sex a chance. That's it. That's all we're saying. <laughs> That's all we're saying, man. Oh, man, just give it a chance. <laughs> That's all we're saying. See, I think see, I think right now Amy would be perfect. Sex is unconditional love. Oh, it absolutely. Really is. <laughs> it is. That's all we're saying. I think I see if I went to, if I went to the Bunny Ranch I would do the I would do the whole Amy as the milf thing, yeah, right, and I would do the whole the jerk off instructions, sure, absolutely, and then have her walk in. But on you have me. to understand, milf means mother. I love the fuck. Yeah, okay. you're not a mother, I'm but an old woman. No, but yeah, but that stop ruining my fantasy. <laughs> God damn it! If I said you're a mother, you're a mother. I you're know. a hot I'm mother. Get over here and fuck me, mom. M F I L F. Yeah. Motherfucker, I'd love to fuck. She's okay. a she's a wamoof. She's a woman who looks like a milf. She's a wamoof. <laughs> and that's the wamoof I want a milf. Yeah, a wamoof. She's every fucking uh, letter. You just throw it fucking in. Okay. No, but that that, that is the the gospel. It is, I mean, it's true. Like if I she she has that she has that milfy look to her. I mean, she had you saw it in the in the when she was doing dress up on the website there. Mm-hmm. She had the whole sexy librarian. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, your book is overdue. Well, look at my site. Look at my galleries. Look at my galleries. Yeah, Danny brought it up on Danny. If you want to go to the link, okay. it, it was up there already, Danny. Because we, we we were while we, while we were talking to Dennis. And yeah, you, I don't just put the pretty stuff up. You have some. That's, you got, why I'm not, I'm, that's why I'm not in porn. I just don't put the pretty stuff up. No, she got some dirty shit on there. Okay. If you need some dirty shit, she got it up there for you, Amy. Uh, Air Force Amy. It's airforceamy.com. And uh, Air Force Amy, by the way, has uh, a very um, ample amount of fake fun bags. They're uh, very nice. <laughs> uh, so if you like that too, they're, they're there as well. But you can see, like. Look, and beautiful, by the way. Can great I just, body. Can I just say, body. besides having a great body, that's a given. Mm. Can I bring up that your nipples are the nightish, the nicest shade of like light pink I've seen in a while. Ah, oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> because no, because some girls have <laughs> some girls when they get the boob job. I don't know if somebody comes in with a Crayola marker. Oh, yeah. And they just run over the nipple, and they're like, oh, look at this. We're going to make this bright red. Yeah. Uh, she's got, like, a natural, oh, my titty fell out, kind of natural tit. Like, no, her tits are huge, so they don't look natural. 
but natural tit, like the nipple part looks like it's a, you know what I mean? Like that at one point it was a real titty. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was a real, <laughs> at, at one, one day, Joe, those were real tits. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and, and you know. They're so sensitive, man. I can orgasm off these nipples. I love my nipples. She <laughs> loves her nipples. I love my nipples to be played with. Mm-mm-mm. I, I would love to flick them like a light switch. Mm. 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 Uh, I'm getting too horny. I got to go. You can. You want, you, want to, you want to play a game? <laughs> we, can, we can play a game. You when want you want, to, we can play a game. Listen, Dan, you got the music? You want to play a game? I was just watching War Games the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Joshua has played by Air Force Aiming. Do you want to play a game? Yeah. All right. Let's let's put the music on, and then we'll ask Amy if she wants to play a game. Hold on. Go ahead, Danny. Yeah, I want to play a game. Oh, she's going to play. And now, Ham Radio presents Master Big Theater. All right, so... Amy, a.k.a. Air Force Amy from the Bunny Ranch, Reno, Nevada. We have a little game that we play on the show from time to time called Masturbate Theater. Mm-hmm. And Masturbate <laughs> Theater, uh, you might have heard of the show. It was on PBS at one point. Uh, the pubic broadcasting station. PBS. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like you to shave your PBS. Uh, the show Masturbate Theater. Is where we just put a random amount of time on the clock. Danny, what do you want to give her? Like 30 seconds? 30 seconds. 30, I'm sorry, Danny. What? I'm sorry. What? She can go as long as she wants. She can go as long as you want. We'll, we'll even give you a minute if you want to. We want you to have your best orgasm live on the air. And we don't. We want you All to... Right. I got my Hitachi running, man. Yeah, let me, let me, let me hear, put, it, put it up to the mic. I want to hear, uh, put it up to the phone there. I want to hear your Hitachi. Hey, yeah. sounded, like, sounded like a fucking uh, a cruise ship was docking. Sounded like the lightsaber. All right, so here's here's what we're gonna do. I want you to alternate from Hitachi wand to your mouth, back and forth. I want to hear you have an orgasm. I'll, I will put sixty seconds on the clock, and I will make sure that you can do this. It is now. This is Air Force Amy. She's already gone. Oh, she's already gone. I'm sorry, Ooh. Air Force Amy, masturbate theater. Here we go. Okay. Oh. 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 She's killing a chicken. She's barking. Was that was that good, baby? <laughs> That's the only way to start the game. Uh, did you did you like that, baby? Did I did I give it to you hard yeah. and, hard oh and fast? Oh, that's right. Mm. Big old clits rubbed together. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, wow, that scene. is. She sounded like she was fucking Michael Vick in a dog fighting right yeah, now. Yeah, we gotta put that in the whole shit. of Famer. 
<laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, uh, Nick the Stalker sounds like a dog. What the fuck? <laughs> what a classic moment. It's, uh, the, 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 the chat room is going nuts. Yeah. That was one of the most funny. It sounded like the Joker in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Literally having sex. Like, she's laughing at her. Like, she's yeah. just laughing at her pussy. Like, she's like, this feels great, don't it? <laughs> at her pussy. And then, and then a dog came in, and it sounded like a dog and a chicken were fighting. At one point, we should change our intro. We can use this we just use intro. <laughs> set, set that fucker to music. Yeah, That's absolutely. what you need to do. Yeah. What, Danny? You gonna say that? No, it remind me also a little bit of the dog part in Coming to America when he makes the chick jump up on um, down one yeah. foot and bark like a bark dog. Like, <laughs> bark like a dog. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that was like good. a big dog. <laughs> oof, oof. <laughs> See, this is why we like Amy. Amy knows exactly where to go. She's doing the whole bit now from Coming yeah. to America. <laughs> She's fine. We're okay with Amy. We love you, Amy. Uh, Air Force Amy, thank yeah. you for being on the show, by the way. Uh, Air Force Amy can be found at AirForceAmy.com, of course. But, Danny, I'm telling you right now, make her the Spank Bank Girl of the Week. Absolutely. Make her for Air Force Amy. <laughs> that way men all over could jack one out. And if you want to go see Amy, hit her up at TheBunnyRanch.com as well. Absolutely. You can, you can fuck her. You could fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, you could fuck Amy. <laughs> Literally, like there is no precursor here. It's not somebody going, hmm. I wonder if I can ever get a girl like that. Yeah. You could get this exact one. Talk about reality radio. Yeah. I'll tell you. And reality radio at its finest. Absolutely. That's why we're the uncrowned kings Absolutely. of reality radio. By the way, they're begging. By the way, for a remix, so somebody might want to work on that. <laughs> I mean, it's got a, it's got a lot of us laughing in it, but I I, I, I don't mind it. It was great. Uh, Air Force Amy, yet again, thank you very much for calling the show. We love you, baby. I will be jerking off to you later. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the big O, the great orgasm. I love you. I am in a good place right now. Damn right. Big clits stick together. <laughs> big clits stick together, ladies and gentlemen. Air Force Amy, AirForceAmy.com. That's right. AirForceAmy.com. Okay. Bye, baby. Thank you, guys. Okay. Bye. No, 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 no. All right, from KLOS. Here's the audio from Heidi and Frank. Dennis Hoff on the Heidi and Frank show, supposedly mentioning the ham radio show. Let's see what Dennis did. Danny, if you will, be so kind. About this in Chicago, Dennis. That you've never seen Heidi's uh, tongue. I know Ava has not seen Heidi's uh, tongue. Well, I, I tell you, I did a radio station in New York, Eddie Ham, today, and he all he did, I, I, I did a ten minute interview, and eight minutes was about Heidi's tongue. What? Uh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, I swear to you. And he, uh, he said, "Get the tongue out, Dennis." I said, "I've seen it." Oh my god! Oh, yeah, so I'll just save it for September thirteenth. It's, it's You're the, bringing it out next when we it's come the back. Ron, <laughs> it's the Ron Jeremy of tongues. <laughs> oh my god, that's beautiful, yeah. Eddie Ham. It's wrong, but what the hell? I was saying anyway. Oh, play it one more, play it one more time. I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear. <laughs> I wanted to hear her go. What? <laughs> I did a, a ten minute interview, and eight minutes was on her tongue. Okay, okay, we talked about this in Chicago, Dennis. That you've never seen Heidi's uh, tongue. I know Ava has not seen Heidi's uh, tongue. Well, I, I tell you, I did a radio station in New York, Eddie Ham, today, and he all he did, I, I, I did a ten minute interview, and eight minutes was about Heidi's tongue. What? Uh, yeah. Yes, I, I swear to you. And he, <laughs> uh, he says, "Get the tongue out, Dennis." I said, "I've seen it." Oh my god! Oh, yeah, so, I'll just save it for September thirteenth. It's the Ron Jeremy of tongues. There you go. All right. So uh, now my name is Uncle Eddie Ham. Uh, Eddie Ham. Which, by the way, which I don't mind. I don't know if that's a bad name. Uh, call me anything. Uncle man. Eddie Ham. So my last name will be Ham. Will do. I don't give a shit. Uncle Eddie Ham. I, I like. It's not bad. Uncle Eddie Ham. And I like how he did. He did mention. He said ham. Yep. He got the keyword out there. So yes, he did. It's pretty good. You got to admit that's pretty cool that he did mention us on uh, 
on another radio station, another morning show. And it, <laughs> the monkey bit's over! Talking about me now, for fuck's sake. Oh, everything's about you, you, you. Eddie, Eddie, hey, Eddie, excuse Eddie. me. Did you hear, Dennis? It's the Eddie Ham show. Cocksucker. It says Uncle Eddie right there. Yeah. Uncle Eddie Ham. It says it on the banner. Uh, stop trying to be more like something. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag Eddie Ham has made it to the wall. Hey, Roger. How are you, sir? Sir, we, we, had, we were in the middle of another interview, so we missed. Uh, we we kind of missed your phone call that you went through. Ladies and gentlemen, first off, round of applause, Roger Stone on the phone. Jesus, Christmas, people. All right, so, Roger, first question, because I know you're a very, very busy man. Uh, What's it like to wake up at 5.30 in the morning by a SWAT team? I have to ask this, because it it looked horrible. And CNN, who got there before the SWAT team somehow. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. I mean, recognizing that I am charged with nonviolent process crimes, that I have no previous criminal record, that I do not own a valid passport, nor do I own a gun, uh, and the idea that I would be a flight risk is disproved by the fact that the magistrate gave me bail on my signature, essentially. Uh, this was the kind of thing you'd expect in Nazi Germany or... Soviet Russia. Uh, it's hard to understand why the government spent a half million dollars to send more men after me, men and women, than they sent after bin Laden. <laughs> that, I, I was wondering, because what exactly are you like? Because you, according to what I've read and seen, you technically have done nothing wrong. Am I correct here at, at making this astounding thing? This, this, you haven't done anything. Have you? Well, I, I have been I've been charged with a series of process crimes, including um, allegedly uh, being less than truthful to Congress. Of course, they don't charge Hillary Clinton with that, or <laughs> James Clapper, or, or Andrew McCabe, or James Comey, or Huma Abedin, or any of the other Democrats who lied about consequential things, uh, material things. Uh, but I pled not guilty to all charges, and I will go to trial pleading not guilty. Uh, and I will be ultimately be vindicated. I'm being persecuted because I supported Donald Trump and because I opposed Hillary Clinton and for really no other reason. Well, that's why I, that's why hashtag uh, stand with Stone is something that like I wanted to start because I don't see this as any other thing other than the fact of it's a political attack. Because you are associated with the President of the United States, and because of that reason, they are going after you. I mean, that's just to dumb it down for everyone playing at home. I don't see what exactly, other than that, is any reason to go to your house. First off, CNN being there prior is kind of like a little little, little hingy that CNN is there before the SWAT team. As if they were, I don't know, tipped off. They drove fast. Yeah, they got there first. They did lights and sirens first. They just had Hillary, you know, out of the window going, instead of a siren. They get there first. They now go into your house. Now, your wife uh, is is, uh, hearing disabled. Am I correct? Yes. So um, the way this went down is um, CNN showed up 40 minutes before the FBI. They set up their they set up their camera seven minutes before the FBI strike force pulled onto my street. 
uh, a CNN reporter sent a copy of the indictment to my lawyer by text. He had not yet been informed, but that copy turns out to be not the copy unsealed by the court at 6 o'clock, but a draft copy that appears to have been written the previous day. So, uh, and leaking, of course, to the media by the special counsel or the FBI would be a crime, would be a felony. But if you believe CNN, they were just operating on a hunch. <laughs> the fact that the producer on the ground outside my house was a guy named Josh Campbell, former special assistant to FBI director James Comey. So, yeah, it stinks pretty bad. Uh, and, of course, um, they, the special counsel's office knows that I am represented by an attorney. All they had to do was contact one of my attorneys, and I would have obviously turned myself in. Yeah. Uh, but they, they're trying to poison the jury pool. They want to make me look guilty before I've had a chance to prove my innocence. And now, as I'm sure you've read, the judge in this case is considering gagging me, uh, ordering me not to discuss or defend myself in public uh, because it might poison the jury pool. When, of course, two years of insidious leaks about me uh, have done exactly that. Just to be absolutely clear, yeah. I am not charged with Russian collusion. I'm not charged with collaboration with WikiLeaks. I'm not charged with receiving advance notice or content or source of any of the WikiLeaks disclosures, either allegedly hacked emails or allegedly stolen emails. Now, I'm not charged with any of those crimes, although you wouldn't know it if you read the New York Times or the Washington Post coverage. Well, that's what I'm saying. They paint you out to be something else. And if anything, by doing this, I don't see how this would poison a jury pool because it may... If I'm... Look, I'm dumb as a rock when it comes to this kind of stuff. I mean, I know the ins and outs of some political stuff, but I can clearly see that right now they got nothing other than your association with Trump and maybe your Nixon tattoo. Maybe they don't like it. Other than that. Yeah, it's possible because I'm, you know, I'm the only guy with a dick on the front and the back. hi But the, the, point, the point, of course, is that um, uh, now they want to gag me because... They know if I'm allowed to speak, perhaps I can raise the money for my legal defense. Exactly. Recognize the government has unlimited tax dollars and a, three platoons of Ivy League lawyers to prosecute me, whereas I can have to go to the American people through my website, stonedefensefund.com, to try to raise the $2 million bucks I need to try to stay out of jail. If I were convicted on all of these nonviolent political crimes... I would be going away for 45 years. I'm 66 years old. But on top of that, rousting my 71-year-old wife, who's deaf, uh, you know, at, at gunpoint at 6 o'clock in the morning and making her walk out on the street in a nightgown and barefooted while I'm standing next to her handcuffed uh, so CNN can film it, I think that's cruel and unusual, frankly. And it doesn't make any sense. This is what I'm saying. First off, a gag order doesn't make sense in this kind of a case because why would you not be allowed to talk about what you believe is either a conspiracy or what you believe is the the opposite of what they believe? You should be able to speak your mind. Also, that's your bread and butter. That's how Roger Stone makes his money. People give a shit about what you have to say. That's what you do. So essentially, putting a gag order on you seems a little bit like a personal attack. 
and nothing more. It just seems it doesn't make any sense logically. You your job as an author, as a, a guy that writes a best dress list, uh, a guy that has a dick on the front and a dick on the back. By the way, great joke. The fact is, it doesn't make any sense other than being a personal attack. So, that being said, if they were to actually... Thank God, by the way, you didn't get the gag order or we wouldn't be doing this interview right now. Um, because I know that they were trying... You were on with Jim and Sam on Sirius XM. I know that much. Uh, Channel 103, by the way. Faction Talk. Check it out. Uh, but they... You know, that was might have been the last interview, but then now you're on... What the judge is calling a media tour, they're like, oh, Mr. Stone, it's not a media tour. But meanwhile, why would you, it's not a media tour? You're just going show to show trying to defend yourself. I mean, do I see, am I seeing this wrong? And people want answers. No, I think you're, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, it's the government who's been conducting a media tour because for two years, I have had to read every other day Daily Beast, Newsweek, HuffPo, Washington Post, New York Times. Yeah. Uh, Wall Street Journal. Roger Stone's been colluding with the Russians. No, I haven't. Roger Stone's being investigated for being the intermediary between the Trump campaign and WikiLeaks. False. I'm not charged with that. There's no evidence or proof of that because it's not true. So the government leaks like a sieve to try to destroy me and discredit me. Yet when I try to step forward and defend myself, why? Oh, that's dangerous. It might taint the jury pool. They're already tainting the jury pool. They right. tainted the jury pool in the manner in which I was arrested. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not El Chapo. Yeah. I- I'm not Pablo Escobar. No, you're better uh, looking. Believe me, they had a lot fewer men guarding our consulate in Benghazi than they used to take me down. No, and they're like, all right, so we have like Jerry in the Facebook Live suite who's saying they want to gag him because he's making a fucking circus out of this. However, I'm going to reiterate the point, because I know that Joe answered him already and saying that, you know, there's no facts, it's just bullshit. But I'm going to reiterate the point. If I was accused of something, you would literally have to gag me. Not put a gag order on me. I'm saying go out, go buy a fucking ball gag. You can probably find it in Nancy Pelosi's house. Go find a fucking ball gag and put it in my mouth, because I would defend myself tooth and nail which is what Roger Stone is doing. That's all he's doing. He's defending himself. If you're telling him he's wrong, that he did this X, Y, and Z, and he's saying, no, I fucking didn't, and they have nothing that really links him to anything, he's already given the emails. He's given the text messages. Yeah. Did he have a text message or or an email? I forgot what it was, Roger, where you called some guy a cocksucker. Yeah, but he freely admits that he said it. (laughs) It's not like he's making shit up. He's not like, he wasn't like, if you ask, here, here's the, the way you can look at it from this perspective. People were listening to Tom Arnold that Roger Stone was a fucking, it, the moment we listen to Roger Stone less than Tom Arnold, I have a fucking problem and it smells a little bit like collusion to me. Yeah, they, yeah, no, you make it. You, it's really, though, at the end of the day, it's really about the money. Because if I can raise the money to defend myself, they have a very weak case and they know it. Yeah. Uh, so by gagging me, I can't tell people, you know, that I'm that I have a legal defense fund. Every penny goes to the lawyers. It's not going in my pocket. And it's going to cost me two million bucks. Plus, I got to go to trial in the District of Columbia. Voted 90 percent for Hillary Clinton. The judge is an Obama appointee. 
you know, it, 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 I don't even have a fighting chance if I can't speak. And my First Amendment rights allow me to speak. So, um, look, I, I have not I've gone out of my way not to try to litigate the case on a radio show because it's too complicated and takes too long. But Absolutely. Recognize the government in discovery dumped on us three terabytes of data. That's 750 million pages. I have four lawyers. If each lawyer read 150,000 pages a day, I still wouldn't be ready to go to trial by January 1st of next year. No. Uh, which means, of course, that they have been reading my emails, reading my text messages, listening to my phone calls for two years. And where's the Russian collusion? Where's the WikiLeaks collaboration? Where's uh, any crime in connection with the 2016 election? Everything I'm accused of allegedly happened in 2017 after the election was over. So, uh, look, I face an epic uphill battle, but I'm Italian-American. I'm half Italian, half Hungarian. I'm Italian go. from the waist down. Uh, and, I, and I have no intention of, you know, making up stories about Donald Trump or bearing false witness against Donald Trump to get the heat off me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to make stuff up. I'm going to fight. Yeah. people have my back. And, and Roger Stone has freely gone on record. By the way, we're talking to Roger Stone, which is an amazing thing going on. You can uh, help his legal defense fund. Uh, Roger, tell him where to go. StoneDefenseFund.com. There you go. StoneDefenseFund.com. Now, when I was arrested, I was wearing a T-shirt and a pair of cut-off sweatpants. My T-shirt said, Roger Stone did nothing wrong. <laughs> uh, you can get those. You can get those at 1776.shop, 1776.shop. The money goes 100% to my legal defense fund. So if you want to pick up your T-shirt and wear it in solidarity, um, you know, as Ann Coulter is doing, as my friend Milo is doing, as Pastor Mark Burns and many other conservatives are doing, I'd be honored. But stonedefensefund.com. Or you can go to whoframedrogerstone.com. Takes you to the same place. <laughs> All right. So what so what exactly, by the way, did you think? Because you obviously, I know you watched it. State of the Union last night. It was on every TV set from here to Timbuktu. I know you definitely have watched it. What did Roger Stone think of the State uh, of the I Union? I actually thought it, was, I thought it was masterful. I thought it was Reagan-esque. It was upbeat. It was conciliatory, but still the president didn't concede any ground. He made a very strong case as to why we need to secure our southern border. But where he really scored is on the question of jobs. I mean, 4.8 million new jobs since he got in, half million manufacturing jobs. Those are the ones they said were never coming back. Uh, wage growth at the fastest pace in American history. Uh, uh, the lowest unemployment since 1969, the lowest unemployment among African Americans and Hispanics in the country's history. I mean, that's a success record any way you slice it. And the only person who seemed unhappy about it was Leatherface. I mean, uh, it was, uh, 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 what's her name? Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi yeah. Leatherface. From the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you might have remembered her from such films as I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. Um, the, uh, Nancy Pelosi, by the way, I, I said this the other day, she looked like she was like happy that she was invited to the party. And then she found out that it was a party for the guy at work that she hates. That was her whole face throughout the whole thing. She's going over the script. She's going over everything. First of all, I thought that was kind of rude 
for you to be flumbling, you know, fumbling through paperwork during the State of the Union. Shut up and sit there. Let them talk. If you don't agree with them, don't stand up. It's very simple. I mean, like, look, I'm not a big Trump mark, but that man, I have to say, last night commanded the room. He had laugh breaks. They were singing happy birthday to a Holocaust survivor. He got chicks to stand up that were against him, but they gave him a standing O anyway. He worked the room. I mean, this is what we have to realize. We can't just attack guys like Roger Stone because we have a difference of opinion. You know what I mean? You have to work together or we're not going to get anything done, which I think was the subtext of the whole goddamn speech. We need to work together. Well, well, watching those women wearing white, I haven't seen that many Democrats wearing white since they formed the KKK. <laughs> I was just about to say they were missing their hoods. You're absolutely correct. Um, uh, James in the Facebook Live suite uh, said, uh, Roger should have used bleach, used the bleach bit and acid wash his hard drives and use a hammer like and on all his cell phones like somebody else, wink, wink, Hillary did. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Well, unfortunately, I made the mistake of using the bleach on my hair. So, anyway. Did you see, by the way, did you see Marley Matlin posting a picture of you at the salon yesterday? Yeah, I did. I wonder what she thought of the FBI rousting my 71-year-old hearing-impaired deaf wife at gunpoint at 6 o'clock in the morning. Marley, how'd you feel about that? That's what I was saying. I was literally thought of that when I saw the picture of Marley Matlin who is literally the poster girl for deaf actresses and deaf people everywhere. Because when you think deaf and you think Hollywood, you go right to Marley Matlin or you think of the chick from Sesame Street. Remember the chick from Sesame Street, Billy? No, I didn't. The one that, you know, she had the short hair and she she couldn't hear anything. Couldn't hear a damn thing. Those are the only two I could think of. And she's mocking Roger in a salon who was getting his hair done because, you know, the guy's got to be on TV. That's what he does. He also maybe wants to get a haircut. <laughs> Crazy fucking guy he is. Wants to get a haircut. She's mocking him in the thing, and you're like, but you would think that you would give a shit. He has a deaf wife. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you would think that like, you don't know anything other than the fact that you think he's working with Trump and he's in Trump's back pocket or whatever the fuck everyone thinks. And that's it. It's like, that's all they think of. They don't like him. And it's like, we get it. You don't like Trump, but you can't pick on everyone else that might like Trump. Who the fuck cares? Joe on this show loves Trump. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if he's, you know, he likes Trump. He's allowed to like Trump. He's allowed to like Trump. It's okay. We live in a world where you're allowed to like Trump. What, Joe? I am right. You are right. That's fine. He believes he's right, Roger. I can't do anything about him. I'm sorry. Uh, But, yeah, there is crazy people in the world, Roger. It just happens. Um... I just, to me, well, like, I just, I literally just posted that response on my Instagram account a few minutes ago. I mean, she's an advocate yeah. for the death. What about the abuse of my wife? I mean, she's not charged with any crime. Yeah, right. she's not allowed to touch her cell phone. They, twenty nine agents pour into my house. They tear the entire place up. Now, to their credit, they tried to put it back together, but, and I'd have to say, the individual FBI agents, once I was taken in custody, they were very professional and very courteous. And I got to tell you. Many of them were looking at me and rolling their eyes. They didn't like these orders. They knew they came from Washington. They knew it was unnecessary. But did None they, of them said did, that, but you could tell by their demeanor. Roger, Some did very they good men and women were forced to do this. But it, did they think you were going to run? It's really inappropriate. I'm trying to understand it. They, did they think you were going to run? What was the point of the, the 5.30 a.m. wake-up call with a full SWAT team, tanks, 
Ocho Cinco, your neighbor on freaking Twitter, writing, you know, there's like 32,000 squad cars on the block. Yeah, I'm like, what was the fucking point? Other than by showing, you're showing, like, the, the, the use of force. We, like, we can assemble all these people to stop this guy. What was the actual point? That's what I'm saying. If you actually to, look... To, 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 to try to make me appear to be public enemy number one to taint the jury pool. Look, 17 vehicles, including two armored vehicles, a helicopter overhead. I live on a canal. Two amphibious FBI units on on the water. He was going to swim for it. Completely surrounded by twenty nine agents, all wearing night goggles, all carrying, uh, you know, assault weapons, all carrying sidearms. A little over the top, wouldn't you say? I'm sixty six years old now. I'm in pretty good shape, but I don't own a valid passport. Uh, I don't have a gun. I'm not a flight risk. I've been under investigation for two years. If I were going to destroy evidence, which I have not done, why would I wait till last Friday? It doesn't even make sense other than Robert Mueller and his, uh, you know, cohorts wanting to flex their muscle in an attempt just to intimidate me, but also to color me for the American people as some kind of criminal when I have not yet gone to trial. And there's no proof of that. It, It really is. It really is despicable. And the liberals who are cheering today, just remember, this can happen to you. Right. People are cheering when it happens to you. And, and that's what I'm saying. I'm watching a guy that ha- literally has done nothing yet. That we, there's no evidence of anything. If you like, if you said, "Okay, we got pictures of Roger Stone punching babies," there you go. You got evidence on something, something, right. anything, and any, you something. You got nothing. And he wasn't going to jump in the canal and try to make you know swim for it and leave his you know and no offense leave, leave your deaf wife. wife sitting there and your house was all destroyed like what the fuck is anyone thinking anymore other than the fact that they don't like you know and he's not Roger Stone this guy on the phone right now author of Stone's Rules you can get the book right now by the way as well buy the book give, give him some more money he needs money you you would think. He's already gone on the record as saying he's not going to go against Trump in the way he's not going to lie. You're not going to testify against the president. Am I correct, Roger? That's what you said? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be Michael Cohen. In other words, I could probably get out of this jam. All I got to do is lie about Donald Trump. All I got to do is make stuff up. uh, But I'm not going to do that. Just not going to do it. It's not in my DNA. I don't know of any Russian collusion. I don't know of anything the president's done that's inappropriate or wrong. Uh, well, his ties are a little too long. But other than that, <laughs> have you have they come? Here's here's a question. I don't know if you can actually answer it legal wise, but have they tried to cut a deal with you already? I can't address any of that uh, right. at this time, uh, but uh, I've made it pretty clear that I'm going to tell the truth no matter what. I will tell the truth and I will not perjure myself. I didn't perjure myself in front of Congress. Now, I did say about Congressman Adam Schiff, if it's Schiff, flush it. (laughs) I mean, that guy is a one-man Schiff storm of disinformation. He's so full of Schiff, his eyes are brown. There you go. Uh, I mean, he's the greatest huckster, the greatest con man, the biggest Popeye freak I've ever seen in American politics. I mean, he makes Tricky Dick Nixon look like St. Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing about Roger that you gotta love, he 
it, 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 I mean, mine, if he had the money part down pat, like if he had the money and he knew that financially he could afford to do battle against these guys, he relishes this. He was the youngest person, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Roger. When when they went after Nixon, right, during the Watergate yep. stuff, you were the youngest person ever to be called to, get to the grand jury. Am I correct? That is correct. I was 19 years old. I didn't do anything wrong there either. So, um, no, I'm being persecuted because I was for Trump, because yeah. I happen to be a libertarian Republican. That's why I'm being persecuted. Uh, i got to raise the dough. I need people to go to stonedefensefund.com. Uh, $2 million is a lot of money in small donations, but uh, a lot of people praying for me, a lot of people giving. If the money's there, I will fight. Uh, I'm not going to plead guilty no matter what, but I, I need lawyers, and lawyers ain't cheap. Right, I'm going I'm to now, this is going to be the most dangerous part of this because I, I know we have to finish up. I want to see anybody in the room have a question for Roger Stone. Does anybody want to ask Roger anything? I'm being really nice right now and not pissing off Roger Stone and letting anybody in the room. You want to ask a question? All right. Well, good night. Everyone start grabbing mics and then they start pushing them away. So I don't know what's going on. Wait, you got, you want a question? Wait, wait. Do you really want to ask a question? All right. Get on, get on Joe's mic. I'll put you on uh, six. Get on six. Uh, this guy, Roger, let me introduce you to Bisexual Marcus. Bisexual Marcus, this is Roger Stone. Go ahead, Bisexual Marcus. How you doing, Rog? Excellent. All right. Um, I, I, I guess, I, 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 after hearing what you have to say, I, I gotta say that I could, I could relate a lot to what you're, to what you're saying, being like falsely accused of, of a, of a lot of, of a lot of shit and. Me being me being like I'm 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 not a I'm not a Democrat I'm not even a Republican I'm more centrist, but it's like I I could absolutely agree with what you're saying and it almost seems like they're trying to force this gag order on you so that you can't defend yourself and I think to me that is to me that's unconstitutional yeah so it's like I mean I mean I don't know I don't know what is what in terms of like this case but it's like. If you if you didn't do it, I'd say you. you th there's no reason why you shouldn't. Is there a question in here at some point? It's, I'm compliment. Can I Roger compl Stone is on the phone. I, I, uh, He's a very busy man. I, I get it. For Christ's sake, I know. The, the point of the point of this whole thing is just. I, I I hope you do continue to fight, and I hope they don't fucking silence you. Man. There you go. Well, I, I appreciate that, boys. I've got a steak and a martini that somebody else is paying for waiting for me Very nice. so, uh, and i'm a man who needs a free meal these days all right round so of applause I being with you i'm happy to come back if the judge does not gag me absolutely anytime uh, you're not getting many thanks all right roger stone stone uh what's it? roger you still there for one second yes stonedefensefund.com stonedefensefund.com and, and, and 1776.store right Shop. Shop. to get your Roger Stone did nothing wrong t-shirt. There you go. Round of applause for Roger Stone. Okay. There you go, Roger. Thank you, man. Thanks, guys. There you go. Thank you. All right. Good so, luck. Good luck. I, opened, I literally opened the mic for, for uh, Bisexual Marcus, and he's like, I like you. I don't well, know what you did. Yeah. How you done? 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 How
but you're getting a... You, you blabbered a little. There was a little bit of blabbering. Wait, get on mic, Shake, if you want to yell at us from across the room. Yeah, you, yeah, yo, yo, fuck. I was saying I could relate to the man. Excuse she me. Was giving an Excuse me, not in front of JoJo Bananas. This, use your fucking language like that in I'm, front of JoJo I'm, Bananas. I'm sorry. How are you, Roger? How are you doing? Uh, all things being, you going pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. You, I mean, come on. Even if you are going through a bad spell in your life right now, let's just face it, you don't look bad when you do it, sir. And you know that. Well, that's, of course, uh, you know, grace under pressure is the key. And as most people know, I'm facing a seven-count criminal indictment from special <laughs> counsel Robert Mueller. Um, I have pled not guilty. Uh, I'm going to trial this November. Uh, it's virtually bankrupted me, uh, but I'm looking forward to my day in court. Um, I'm going to make a vigorous case for my innocence, and I believe in the end I will be acquitted. But the best part about it, in all honesty, is literally millions of people are supporting me in my quest for vindication. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in excellent spirits. All part of the Roger Stone Legal uh, Defense Fund. You can go to uh, Stone Cold. No, you can't because that's the wrong fucking thing. You go to Stone Defense Fund. Don't go there. Don't go to Stone Cold Defense Fund because then Steve Austin makes more money. Don't do that. That's exactly right. Exactly right. You want to go to StoneDefenseFund.com, right, Roger? That is correct. Now, if you want to read what I have written, you can go to StoneColdTruth.com. Yes. But if you want to give me a contribution and no amount is too big or too small, and here's the cool part. It's also totally confidential. There's no legal requirement to report this. So if you want to send me $10 million tomorrow, you could. Feel free. Uh, disclaimer, I don't take money from foreign nationals. You must be a U.S. citizen. Okay. So if you have an accent, stop writing the check. That's right. Is what we're saying right now. You must be... Uh, Unless it's kind of a phony French accent, in which case I'll take your money as long as you're a U.S. citizen. Sacre bleu! Oui! <laughs> Sacre bleu! Sacre bleu! So if, like if you're doing like a Pepe Le Pew thing, but you're a U.S. citizen, I'll still mm. take the money. There you go. com. If you smell like a skunk, he'll still take your money, which is <laughs> always a plus. Um, a so you, you, you've been going through a lot of stuff. We understand that, but I know you, uh, you just did a, uh, some event, right? In, uh, Memphis, uh, at the pony, uh, Jerry Westerland, uh, did uh, an event, right? Uh, tell me about that. Cause I heard good things. I'm hearing good things about this event. Well, first of all, Jerry Westerland is really a patriot and a major advocate for free speech and free expression. Uh, he is an old former Republican, libertarian, political operative himself back in the day. Now he has built a small empire of gentlemen's clubs across the country. Uh, and it was a great evening. First of all, it's a great club, great people. And it's kind of funny. I went from speaking to the prestigious Oxford Political Union in London a year ago to speaking at The Pony, a gentleman's <laughs> club in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, and I had more fun at the Pony, i got to be honest with you. I am not shocked. I mean, Oxford, way less clothes. It's very weird. The Pony, more clothes. It's a weird thing. To well, and I, and I, was, I was signing autographs. I signed one woman's derriere. That definitely did not happen at Oxford. <laughs> God bless you, Roger. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. It was funny because when he, he didn't use the O in Roger. Ooh. He used her balloon knot. It's an R, balloon, not G-E-R, stone. It was very nice. He was very artistic. Good job. 
Um, the, I, I did want to ask you a political question. Uh, what do you think about Sarah Sanders Saunders uh, take, you know, leaving her position? And we're hearing that she's going into some kind of uh, political outfit. She's going to be roving, yeah, running for governor or something, governor, right? Yeah. Well, I remember her father was the governor of Arkansas. She comes from a political family. She's battle-tested, to say mm-hmm. the least. Nobody ever put Jim Acosta down better than she did. I mean, he's a twerp to begin with. Yeah. Not in any way can be considered a journalist, just kind of a loudmouth showboater. And she put him in her face, in his place, just repeatedly. That is the toughest job in the world. Uh, and she did it with grace. It's not easy to speak for a president who, frankly, likes to speak for himself. Yeah. Uh, I thought she did an amazing job, and my guess is she's probably a strong candidate to go back to Arkansas uh, and to win the governorship. So um, I'm a big fan. I've always been a big fan. Remember, she kind of got that job by default when her boss, Sean Spicer, who is, by the way, a douchebag, um, <laughs> but he got forced out, and she was the first deputy. And, of course, they put a search on while she had the job on a temporary basis. And frankly, she was so good on a temporary basis, the president decided to ask her to stay. I don't ever happen to Spicer. I, I think he waited on me at a Waffle House about two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he? He was looking for a fight the last time I checked. Yeah, He's so. definitely looking for it. Wasn't um, he on Celebrity Big Brother or I something? Oh, no, that was Scaramucci. Yeah, Scaramucci. <laughs> Poor right. Scar- Scaramucci. What was he yeah, Two weeks? What was his job? He was there for like only two ten, weeks. Ten, ten days. Ten the days. mooch. Ten days. The mooch. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. Needs to be in some other business other than politics. Now, all right, speaking of politics, since we're on the thing, and I want to pick your brain because you do have a very good political uh, <clears throat> cranium, and you also know this kind of business is circus inside and out. Uh, with the 2020, uh, you know, presidential election going to be, you know, it's coming up real soon. People don't think it is, but it is. Do you think right now that the Democrats have anybody that could actually compete against Trump to take the title? Do you, I mean, do they have anything? Because I, the way I look at it, Biden is tainted right now because automatically he's just a creepy toucher now. Uh, you got Bernie who's automatically tainted because he's 90,000 years old. And people don't want to be, you know, they're like, ah, he's too old to be in office. And all this great stuff. And besides it being his nose, he's like a fart in the wind. And he's, you know, what are you going to do? But, like, I don't see there being a strong runner to take on Trump. Because, let's face it, Trump will cut you down the size real fast, no matter what it is. Whether you like him or you hate him, he will cut you down. So do you think that there's anybody out there that could beat him? I don't see the candidate in this field, um, but I, I do. I would relish a race against Joe Biden. I mean, talk about a guy with no self-awareness, a guy who literally can't see himself. He has no idea that he comes across as a loudmouth, <clears throat> pompous, blowhard asshole. Yeah. He has no idea. Uh, he doesn't have any idea what he's talking about. He can barely string together a comprehensive sentence. Uh, but more importantly, and I think it's key that people know this, he is the guy who wrote the laws that turbocharged the war on drugs, meaning he is responsible for the harsh mandatory penalties that incarcerated millions of young black men and women for the first time nonviolent crime 
of possession of small amounts of drugs for personal use. He's a racist. He stands by that form of racism. Uh, he got his career opposing the integration of the Wilmington, Delaware schools. His son, the late Bo Biden, Attorney General of Delaware, systematically failed to investigate the systematic lynching of black men in the southern part of the state, a massive cover-up. So when Joe Biden announced his candidacy and said he was running because of the rise of white supremacy, he's absolutely right. He is the white supremacist. Look at his record. So you're saying automatically, besides the creepy touching, automatically that Joe Biden would be not voted for by black you know, voters who are out there because, you know, he has a history. So right there, okay, so we take Biden out. Who's left? Well, I guess let me make one other point, which is uh, it's Donald Trump who, at the behest and recommendation of Kim Kardashian, uh, you know, enacted the very criminal justice reform that gives these poor people, these black people, these people caught in the system by Joe Biden's racist laws, a second chance. Yeah, I like that comparison. Now, now let's take let's uh, uh, examine the fact that for some weird reason, Joe Biden cannot keep his hands off of women and children uh, in an inappropriate way. Uh, that's just weird. It is. Weird. I don't know if it's if it's um, sexual or whether more precisely it's messianic, like he thinks you know he's touching you. This guy has a very, very high opinion of himself for someone who literally has accomplished virtually nothing. I know people who worked in the Obama White House when he was vice president. Roughly a year into the uh, the first term, Valerie Jarrett had to take the vice president aside and say, Joe, stop calling people on the phone. Stop giving yeah. orders. Stop sticking your nose into stuff. We don't want you to do anything. Go sit in your office and stay there until we call you. And And Biden somehow had this weird idea that Obama was a dumb guy. That's wrong. Obama's very smart and was going to run his own government. And Joe Biden didn't understand that he was he was basically standby material. He thought that that Obama was some kind of cipher and that he, Biden, was going to run the administration. Of course, that didn't happen. Yeah, because most vice presidents are just window dressing anyway. I mean, the, the only reason why he made news was because of his son, let's be honest, I mean, uh, he, you know, rest in peace, I'm not saying anything bad about that, but that's, he's in the public eye because of kind of negative things, it's not, he's not in the public eye because of great things that he did while being vice president, like he's not, well, and and just the other day, there was a terrific story that broke, that his son, Hunter, uh, who makes Paul Manafort look like St. Thomas Aquinas, (laughs) when it comes to shady business dealings, returned a rental car in Boston, and they found in the car his wallet with his driver's license and all his credit cards and his Secret Service ID card, along with a pipe and a bag of crack. Now, I wouldn't normally criticize that, except for why should a poor black guy go to jail for that when Hunter Biden wasn't prosecuted? He should have been prosecuted. Should have been. Uh, if everybody else is, he wasn't prosecuted because he is Pompous Joe's son, and for no other reason. Very true. Uh, Brian, you as, got a question? As, Roger, as somebody who's obviously a big proponent of uh, reforming the prison system, 
Do you think that the Republicans or that there's anybody, maybe the president perhaps, that might get behind what the Democrats have all been pushing, and that's the legalization of marijuana, to help with this prison reform and get some of these guys that maybe got jailed for a small amount of marijuana or a non, uh, non-violent they, they, crime they, yeah, or something like that. They weren't going to distribute. They just had it for prior Maybe use. get released. I think well, maybe that would be a big this boost. New, this, this new sentencing reform bill that the president pushed inside, something I've been urging on for some time, but Kim Kardashian's better looking than I am, so she got it done. Slightly, slightly. But look, I... I I, I, the only part of this I argue with is, other than Cory Booker, I don't see Democrats pushing legalization. I mean, in all honesty, they had both houses and Obama in the White House. Why didn't they legalize marijuana when they had the chance? Very good question. They had That's the chance. Yeah, it's, it, it's really uh, stupid. If Trump is smart, he will step up and do it now. The president should legalize marijuana immediately for all purposes. Uh, now, he already supports federal legislation to support state-legalized medicinal marijuana step in the right direction but i think he should he should with a stroke of a pen doesn't even need congress he can take marijuana off the the schedule one drug list where it's currently categorized with heroin and cocaine and worse there's a step in the right direction he can do that unilaterally tomorrow i think i think the person that was the most against it so far in the trump administration was former attorney general jeff sessions now that he's not there do you think there's an easier path Definitely a step in the right direction. Notice that as soon as he was out of the way, Trump came out in support of the uh, of Cory Gardner, Senator Cory Gardner's bill to protect state legalized medicinal marijuana. So I think this would be not only politically smart, but from a public policy point of view, it would be smart. Right. Uh, I have been a supporter of legalization for almost 30 years. I've written about it. I've marched for it. I've signed petitions for it. He I've spoken it. out for it. <laughs> I, I think you know. I'm uh, I'm definitely uh, uh, pro pot, and I make no bones about it. Yeah. As somebody who's worked 20 years in EMS, I mean, I I just see that the opioid epidemic is getting wildly out of control, which I think we can all agree. It's already with. out of control. It's but not I th- even. I think legalizing getting. marijuana would be a good way to combat the opioid crisis yeah. because what they're doing now. By criminalizing these people that take prescription pills, instead of criminalizing them or demonizing them, they should be allowing them to transition over to medical marijuana or regular marijuana, and then that would alleviate a lot of the opioid problem that you're having, because a lot of these people can't get their pills anymore, so then they go to the street and wind up getting street drugs instead. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Could, could not have said it better myself, and the president, I think, has made it very clear that he that he considers the opioid addiction process, uh, uh, crisis a much greater problem. Uh, drug abuse is a public health problem. It's not a criminal pro- justice problem, uh, and we really need reform here, and you're not going to get it from the Democrats. They had their chance, and they did nothing. They blew. Now it's up to Donald Trump, and I think, I think prior to this election, he may make his move. See, I think Trump is also going to move forward with it because he is a businessman. At the end of the day, cut and dry, he's a businessman. And he understands the logistics behind the money-making business. It makes good business that sense. Is, yeah, exactly. That is marijuana. The marijuana, for everybody's, you tax it, 
sell it in the dispensaries, make it, you know, the crops that come out of it, everything. I said this when Obama was in office, legalize it and fix the national debt problem. Yeah, and the medical the medical well, benefits. The, the yeah. problem is the, the way in which you legalize it. Let's take Florida, for example. Let me walk you through this because it's pretty amazing. You want to get a medicinal marijuana card. First of all, you must go to a certain doctor, a qualifying physician. There's not that many of them. They kind of ride a circuit. So, you know, they're in West Palm Beach on Thursday. So you got to make your appointment. That's 150 bucks. Now you got to bring your, your medical records from your regular doctor. That doctor then certifies you to the state. Your information goes on the state registry. I don't like that. And then secondarily, you have to have one of, I believe, 12 very specific diseases like cancer, multiple sclerosis, multiple dystrophy, and so on. Pain in your lower back? Sorry, that doesn't do it. Anxiety, depression? Nope, can't write a prescription for those. You've got to have one of 12 very specific diseases. Now they put you on the state registry. You can go to the state and get your card. That's another 150 bucks. You're now in for 300 bucks. You haven't had your first toke. Believe now, me. once you've got that, you have to take your card back to the same doctor, must be the same doctor, who gives you a prescription. And the prescription has a strength of cannabis that's based on the disease you have. So, for example, for cancer, you would get a stronger dosage than, say, glaucoma. That's another 150 bucks. You're now in for 450 You still haven't had any weed. Now you go to a state dispensary and you buy your cannabis, although only the type they'll let you have. Let's call that a hundred bucks, okay? You're in for five fifty. You finally got your marijuana. Oops! Guess what? Your card expires in ninety days. You got to go back to the first doctor, and guess what? That's another ninety dollars to get it renewed. Oh, you need more marijuana? You've got to go back to the doctor again. That's another 150 bucks for a new prescription. Jesus now Christ. you go back to the state dispensary. You get the picture? Yeah. It, 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 so the black market continues to thrive. All the people on my block, who are, many of whom use it for medicinal, legitimate medicinal purposes, they're still buying on the black market. Why? A, they're getting better weed, and B, they're paying far less. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you that I have a friend that lives in Pennsylvania, and it's much easier in Pennsylvania. A lot of these people... Doesn't your friend have the exact same name as you? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot Whoopsie easier. doodle We don't have a lot of the those charges in Pennsylvania. You go to the doctor, you pay whatever your normal copay is. He writes your prescription, you take it to the dispensary, and you can get whatever you want, however much of it you want. The cocaine only, is a hell of a drug. The only, <laughs> the only thing you can't get in Pennsylvania... Is edibles and the plant itself, but you can get tinctures, you can get wax, you can get whatever you, and as much of it as you want. So we've got that over Florida. See, now what's interesting yeah. is when it first passed in Florida, you had all those hoops that I just outlined. Additionally, you could only have edibles or you could vape it. You could not smoke it. Right. This was pushed by Governor Rick Scott, literally the worst governor in U.S. history. Now the worst U.S. senator in U.S. history, a man who stole a billion dollars from Medicaid when he was running a hospital chain, and who, when he was governor, put his uh, holdings in a blind trust, but his wife's holdings, which were not in a blind trust, were identical. Then Rick pushed through laws regarding easy pass that made he and his wife 
$163 million while he was governor. Jesus. Why Jesus. is this man not in jail instead of the U.S. Senate? By the way, he's a Republican, just to be clear. Just to be clear, we're talking to Roger Stone, by the way. Roger Stone did nothing wrong. Legal fundraiser for Roger Stone will be going on in Annadale, at the Annadale Terrace, 801 Annadale Road, right here in the heart of Staten Island. Uh, tickets are $100 regular admission and $150 for VIP. Includes a cocktail hour and signed book. It's going to be also hosted by AM 970's radio personality, Frank Morano, uh, from Morano Vision, by the way. If you ever had, if you lived on Staten Island and you had public access, Morano Vision uh, right. was the talk show, and then he went on yeah. to uh, do real radio. Proceeds, by the way, go to Roger Stone Legal Defense Fund. It's June 22nd from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Annadale Terrace in Staten Island, I, New York. You've been hanging out with our, our pal Kristen Davis also. I'm, I'm yes. sure she's been a huge help to your, to your cause. Yes. She is going to be there on Saturday. The poor guy who owns the Annadale Terrace has already had multiple death threats. Oh, wow. Uh, because his banquet hall is hosting, you know, is a commercial venture, uh, a fundraiser for my legal defense fund. If I didn't yes. mention it, folks can go to stonedefensefund.com right now. They give a contribution um, by credit card. They give it through PayPal. Or if you're one of those people who doesn't trust putting your financial information on the internet there's an address there where you can mail a check um i have to raise two million dollars to finance my legal defense two years of cnn and msnbc pissing on me yeah uh, has literally destroyed me financially uh i've lost my house i've lost my car lost my savings i've lost most of my insurance uh, but I'm still not going to fold. Despite this enormous financial and personal pressure, I'm not going to bear false witness against anybody. I'm going to do nothing but tell the truth. I pled not guilty, and I will fight. And like I've I said, need people to back me up. No, I was going to say, like I've said before, and Roger's been on this show multiple times, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Roger Stone really did nothing wrong. Like, I understand it's a cute little thing you put on T-shirts and maybe... It's the, you know, the buzz, you know, little mantra that's said and everything. But Roger Stone did nothing wrong. Roger Stone didn't put, for the people, by the way, sending death threats to the Annadale Terrace, Roger Stone didn't put Donald Trump in the White House. America did. Yeah. Hate to burst your bubble. People actually fucking voted. He won. He got in. I understand that. Hillary lost and you're still pissed. That's actually, got that. That's cool. That's actually a good point. I yeah. Mean, and me, like I've, like I'm, I've, I've listened to the the Mueller report, and it it makes a lot of sense. He's just made him throw up. From, Did you hear that? I know, I know, right. but it, but it puts that puts a lot of perspective yeah. into it. Is really no matter what, uh, Mueller has to say or what he's accusing you of it's not you that put uh trump in it's the america it's america america did that yeah it makes it makes a lot of roger stone did nothing wrong and that's why we want you to actually get you know send money to uh stonedefensefund.com go to the anadel terrace go to the shows let roger speak his mind let listen to what he has to say if you don't believe him that's fine make the judgment fine you don't have to like him a lot of people don't like him, and no offense to Roger, I like him because I don't think he did anything wrong. I really, truly well, don't you know, believe Well, you, uh, you mentioned the T-shirt, the Roger yes. Stone did nothing wrong T-shirt. That's the T-shirt I was wearing when I was arrested in the 
early dawn hours of January 25th yeah. when 29 heavily armed FBI agents stormed my home to take me into custody. And remember the CNN uh, and thing. This shirt has really kind of taken off as an icon. You can get it, by the way, by going to 1776.shop. 1776.shop. You got your Roger Stone t-shirts, your Roger Stone hoodies, your Roger Stone sweatshirts, your Roger Stone tank tops. Uh, it's all there. And if you uh, will put on your Roger Stone did nothing wrong t-shirt and take a picture, particularly if you're a good-looking woman, I will be more than happy if you send it to me to post it on my Instagram page where over 50,000 red-blooded Americans can see it. So, Roger Stone did nothing wrong. Get your T-shirt at 1776.shop. Take a great picture of you wearing it. You should see Kristen Davis's picture. Oh, God, I love Kristen Davis. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm I'm more jealous. By the way, I have more reason to hate him than anyone. He gets to hang out with Kristen Davis. Okay, I have more reason to hate Roger than anyone else, politically or anything. Okay? Hangs out with my imaginary wife, Kristen Davis. All right, he's godfather to her child. Her beautiful bouncing baby boy, beautiful kid, but of course because the future mother's president. Future, future president, president has the kid has luscious locks, beautiful hair on that child. What, Marcus? What? Oh, I got a, I got a question for Mr. Stone. Now I want to ask him how big it is. Sure. He's going to tell I'm you. I'm not going to do right. that. Uh, uh, for uh, Mr. Stone. All I can say is when I walk down the the street, people think I'm a tripod. Hi-yo. <laughs> But uh, there's was... a reason Kristen hangs out with us. Yes, <laughs> I'm jealous. But uh, I, I wanted to I wanted to ask uh, like I'm somebody who like who's very casually, you know, watching, you know, watching the news, the 24 hour uh, news cycle. And it always seems like I'm always being fed a line of shit, whether it's from Fox News or CNN or MSNBC. Well, by girls that you date. Shut up, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Is this my, my mic's on? I'm sorry. Please ignore him. Sorry. Uh but uh, how? What like? What advice do you give somebody? Because again, I know we're 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 different on the uh, on the on what what party we represent or whatever. But uh, like, what advice do you give to somebody like me who's young, who doesn't like do, how to like you know? Like, Spit it out, boy! Spit I'm out, trying. I'm trying. Jeez, like how do you sort throughout the? How do you sort through the truth of what is being told to you nowadays? Well, first of all, let me say, I don't get my news from CNN for the same reason I don't eat out of the toilet. Hi-oh! Uh, CNN is not a news outlet. The people who work there are not journalists. They're con men. They're bullshit artists. They're liars. Wolf Blitzer, by the way, has the worst breath of anybody you've ever met. <laughs> Certainly the worst breath of anybody <laughs> on television. He's a con man. Fraud. Every other word out of his mouth is a lie. Jake Tapper is full of crapper. This guy is Jesus. so full of shit, his eyes are brown. Uh, and literally not, nobody on CNN has any journalistic ethic or regard for the truth. They just make crap up as they're going along. MSNBC, just as bad. Ari Melber, a lowlife. His personal heroes in life, Elliot Spitzer and Eric Schneiderman. These are the people he holds up as role models. Figure that uh, out. Another guy uh, who you can always tell when Ari Melber's uh, lying. You know how? He's his lips his are mouth. moving. But to answer your question, I think the, oh. the answer is uh, a free, unfettered Internet is crucial. Because that gives you the opportunity to go out there and read whatever you want. If something comes to your interest, let's just be euphemistic. You see something on CNN that says 
Lee Harvey Oswald killed John Kennedy and he acted alone. Okay, fine. But there's a thousand other places you can go on the Internet to find really solid information that would indicate that none of that is true. When they start censoring the Internet, when they start taking down those sites that give you an alternative point of view, they're limiting your ability to find the truth. So I guess the first thing I would say is regard everything you see in print or on television or on the radio with skepticism. If you hear it on CNN, there's a 99% chance that it's just incorrect, false. Uh, Some uh, outlets are better when it comes to broadcasting the news, but I would suggest you take everything you hear with a certain degree of skepticism. If the federal government says it, it's almost surely incomplete or inaccurate. But then take it upon yourself to do your own study. Figure out who you believe. Uh, Do the reading and the research yourself and figure out, you know, exactly what you think is correct. The system only breaks down if they take away the sources so you can't do that. That's how America operated in the 60s. There were three television networks, and if they said something, that's it. it. That was the fact. No alternative point of view was available on any platform, any place. You just had to accept their word for it. So the example I use, Oswald killed Kennedy, wrong, acted alone, also wrong. But that was the prevailing view because that's the only information you were allowed to consume. And nobody who had an alternative point of view was allowed to speak on any platform anywhere. I don't care. Thank God that those days are behind us. But now the Internet social platform giants are trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube. They want to go back to the day where they just silence people. In other words, not healthy debate, not vigorous disagreement and discussion. No, the left wants to shut you down. I mean, uh, there's a piece in Salon uh, the other day saying that, you know, not only is Stone a toxic clown, but he's a danger to our democracy. No, you assholes. You're, you're for censorship. You are the danger to our democracy. Well said, Roger. Uh, Roger Stone did nothing wrong. Legal fundraiser for Roger Stone, Anadel Terrace in beautiful scenic Staten Island at 801 Anadel Road in Staten Island. Tickets are $100 for regular admission, $150 for the VIP. Cocktail hour includes signed book hosted by radio's per- radio personality from AM 970, Frank Morano. Proceeds go to Roger Stone Legal Defense Fund. Remember, it's June 22nd. That's this Saturday at the Annadale Terrace, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Roger, thanks for being on the show, man. And remember, I believe in you. I think other people do that you did nothing wrong. Love them or hate them. Roger Stone is here to stay, and I believe that you will be acquitted, sir. Many thanks. Good to be with you guys again. Thank Absolutely. You. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Roger Stone, Stone, round of applause yes. for Roger Stone. Yes. One hell Peace. of a guy.